When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or something else. Now, you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way, even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. To prepare for this, tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling his vultures, negative, nepotism. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the eight end minutes of time. past the Everybody hour. It's the kickoff hour. Welcome in. Lots to happen today. It's Speedy alongside Greg Helmsy and Adler. It's the good time game. Today we got Madison Pruitt. Oh, Maddie, she'll be in today. Uh, she's got a book out made for this moment. Uh, Standing Firm with Strength, Grace, and Courage, and that book is out and available. We'll have links to her website. Uh, She'll stop by in about two hours from now, Uh, and uh, you might remember her from The Bachelor, Uh, and she is friends of the show through family members, and so uh, we'll take uh, uh, some time with her today and discuss some different things and what's going on in her life, which is a lot, uh, plus her new book. So be standing by for Maddie Pruitt 
a little bit later in the show today. The Bible study is live at noon central today. Will a meet could spin. So there's a lot on the table, a lot to discuss, plus your phone calls, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, and look, over to my right, I, mean, I just mentioned them. There's old Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? Hello, hello, hello. Here, here. What's a happening? Um, so uh, last night, which is rare, normally if if I come in, um, TVs are really kind of off. We're not a big sit-around-watch-TV kind of family. There's, there's, there's a lot of moving parts. People are in and out and all this kind of stuff. I come on, uh, come in last night. Uh, I was out pretty late and come in and, uh, TV's on and it's the Yankees and, and the, uh, yeah. uh, the Red Sox in a, uh, win all move on kind of game. Uh, loser goes home. Your season's over. Uh, winner moves on. Uh, and, and the, the, the boys are watching it and I'm like, Oh, what you, what we got here? Uh, you know, just, I gave it four or five innings. Yeah. Great, great atmosphere. It was. Um, you know, a little chill in there, you could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that played a part in what right. you're talking about. Yeah. I'm going to want to talk about <laughs> Yeah. Uh, right, Yankees right fielder, former Mississippi State baseball player, Hunter Renfro. He forgot he was on there, and then I saw him last night. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's just – I mean, I'm not going to go I'm not gonna go into detail he's what kind of season beast. he has because yeah. they, they're still going to play, and y'all will claim I mojoed him, so yeah, I won't say that. Sure. that. <laughs> uh, and so um, I'm just kind of looking over at it, and uh, I see some big at-bats happening, and – and some different things going on, and uh, the Yankees go on to win last night, and so they're going to move on. The Yankees are sent home, uh, and you know it, it doesn't get much better when it comes to Major League Baseball with that type of rivalry with a one game decides all. Uh, and um, where y'all at on that? First of all, game. where I, are y'all at on that? I, the one game. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I do. I mean, here's the thing. I know that. Why well, you got something in your eye last Yeah, boy. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's like I'm an sorry. Eye, it's like, I started letting it go, but I thought, what if he gets in his eye? Yeah, it, it's, it's, like a, it's like an it eyelash booger. Um, <laughs> can I say Or that? a big piece of lint or something. <laughs> um, it's probably what Speedy said. Nah, I think it was a big piece of lint. Mm-hmm. I'll do that mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I got lint. Um, I, I like that. Do you see? I'm torn. Like I'm torn on the because I feel like you've played 162 games exactly. and now it's come down to one game. Well, again, um, we've gone from you know just the way we used to do it, where you had four teams and yeah. though they played. Them That's what the I was going to say. So mm-hmm. then we expanding added rounds, it, yeah. but then adding this thing too. Well, they they've expanded. You know, they've expanded it. You so, leave this one off. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I like the drama of one game. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, goodness, yeah. you've played 162 games. And you're expecting to play a series the rest of the way out, and now right. we get one game. Right. I don't know. I, yeah. I tell you this: I enjoyed last night what little I watched. Right. Well, uh, apparently in the game, and, and you have this a lot uh, at at Boston, where things hit, uh, the ball, uh, you know, a ball is hit and it, it hits the green monster in left field, yeah. bounces off pretty hard, and the infielder, if played right, can get it in pretty darn quick. So you got to come out of the box running to get a double. Well. Um, Carlos Stanton hit a ball to left field and right. in his classic, I you know, coming this. off the bat at a hundred miles an hour and, and everybody thought it was gone. Even Carlos Braden, Stanton, Braden and I, my 16 year old, we were watching this together and I had just said, cause I didn't know this pitcher for the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really good. That, that just cause I don't know him doesn't mean anything, yeah, but he's really good. Every pitch, fastballs, 97, 98, 99. And so we're, we're sitting there talking and I said, Hey, how about you have to face, Judge and Giancarlo Stanton back to back. That's mm-hmm. got to be a rough night. Yeah. And then I said, "Of course, if you throw ninety eight, I don't guess it matters." Right, right, right. And about that time is when he hit this ball. And uh, well, course, I, 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 Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, I, I did not 
I, I did not see it, but the everybody boy, the, the on boys the planet start, thought it was gone. The boys okay. start screaming. I mean, it was one of the. You I know, did too. We both. Know, I was apparently yakety yak. That's out Because apparently the boys know. Oh no! Apparently the boys know him, so they call him Carlo. Okay. Okay. And because we'll shorten everything, you know, and they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I mean, there's been guys that are benched because. You know they don't run out of pop yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's like well you jogged to first or you ran to first yeah, and then jogged to second and that's the reason why you're stuck at first. You should be on second. Yeah. You, you you know you jogged out of the box. This ball was hit so hard that that everybody thought it was gone, including him and apparently the announcers as well. Okay, that gummit. I they were singing that up. about Gosh, it. My goodness, that was Alex Judge. Gladiator actually. was on, and I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, see here. Hold on. I'm sorry. Let me go back to this. Uh, take a listen to this. Uh, I'm just about to just turn my computer <laughs> off. Tell you what. Um, good gosh, almighty. That's Come amazing. on, Alan Wilburn. Well, I'd give you chills. Well, I mean, it's just spinning. <laughs> You're How about right. The old How about that there? green monster's got it? Um. Well, green anyway, green the, uh, <laughs> I think your computer hit the green monster. Let's see here. Hold on. There it goes. Here we go. Here we go. Take it. <laughs> The pitch to Stanton. Drew Dinkles, deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone, out of the ballpark. A Stantonian home run. Uh, I don't know what that far. Now, wh- what, did, what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? He's at first base. <laughs> That's what that. <laughs> I didn't realize he actually called it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Drew Dinkles, deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone, out of the ballpark. A Stantonian home run. He had to take his eye off the ball. He had to. Now, because what, what it was did, clear what did I what do happened. wrong? What did I see wrong? Yeah, he quit looking. Yeah. He had He's to. at first base. <laughs> he had to stop looking. Because, look, it was one of those deals where when he hit it, you thought, oh, my goodness, yeah, any yeah. other park that's right. out of here. Yep. And, and he maybe if it's not as cool and the ball's carrying a yeah. little more. Yeah. But evidently he just probably looked over to his partner and was – you know, getting ready oh, to wow. make the net. I don't know. Yeah, but. and I mean, even like that—that that was the Yankees version. Oh, yeah, this too. And a guy who has struggled mightily looking. That's a rod. Oh, he got another one. He got another one. No, it's off the monster. <laughs> that's a, that's See, that, the was, that was the TV coverage. Yeah, that's the main broadcast. Yeah. The same thing I was is satisfied with a single. Well, at least he didn't go ahead and call it. <laughs> yeah. you know, he, right. He insinuated. And, and, and uh, I think, I think the guy behind him uh, ended up getting out. So, Stand you, you know, I, I, he I, did. If, if, no, if he, matter of fact, because I asked Braden, I said, hey, I got to run do this. But I said, he'll probably – the next guy's going to hit a single yep, watch. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah he but he didn't. So, I think it's all to do about nothing. The big thing is the announcers the just thought it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, if you see him, it is a monster shot. Look, Stanton, he hits the ball so – Blasted hard. They all do. I mean, I mean, they got balls that are singles coming off the bat at 100 miles an hour. Their exit velo is unbelievable. There was a, um, there was a, and I don't know who top, he is, you know? but there were, Bogarts hit a home run for the Red Sox, but then yeah. about the fourth inning, fifth inning, when I stopped watching, there was a lefty that put one out, and you talk about pimp. He looked at the dugout and went, you know, <laughs> one of those numbers before he even started running. <laughs> There, it was a no doubt. Yeah. He didn't have the green monster to deal with in right field. <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> it was good atmosphere. Good yeah. baseball. What little I watched. Game. It was one that game. Red Sox move on. Yeah, they do. We'll right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 22 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for coming alongside us today on another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show, making us part of your day. We sure do appreciate it. A little bit later in uh, the show, uh, Madison Pruitt, uh, we call her Maddie. Most of you do as well. She's from Bachelor fame. Uh, she has got a new book out, Made for This Moment, Standing Firm with Strength, Grace, and Courage. Uh, she will be with us uh, in about an hour and a half from now in studio, and so we look forward to uh, catching up with Maddie. Uh, she has uh, um, had a lot of going on. She has uh, you know, been coming off the season 24 of The Bachelor, uh, and she was pretty popular on that as well. She's got a great social media following and a very busy schedule and she is going to be coming through the market, uh, our flagship market. And so we'll catch up with Maddie today and see how she's doing and talk about her new book, uh, Made for This Moment. That's coming up later in the show today. Don't forget Bible Study Live today, Newton Central. Will of Meat could spin at any moment. Uh, we were talking about Major League Baseball, and the Yankees and the Red Sox had a one game, one game decide all last night. Uh, it was a play-in game uh, to see who makes it. Uh, it was a wild card playing game is what it was. Uh, and so um, the uh, Red Sox won, and so they put out the Yankees. It had some pretty big moments in it last night. Uh, that was really all the sports that I, I've seen over the last couple of days. I didn't see any of Monday night football, even though I, I saw the Chargers beat the Raiders. Uh, and it was it was uh, delayed 30 minutes because of a lightning Yeah, delay. we talked about That's that. That's crazy. Because yeah. it was indoors. Which yeah, and, and the sides are open. So they're, yeah. everybody in the upper deck, is, uh, they say, is too close to the weather. Well, they let everybody stay in their seats. Yeah. Unless they moved them down. Yeah. But I saw the reporters on the field. Yeah. Gruden wasn't happy about it. And then no. he complained about the locker room. He said, That's the weirdest locker room. You can't see everybody. The way the. the Plan really? the way it's laid out. <laughs> he said, I don't know who designed it. You don't know who designed it. But he's not, he didn't like the lightning or the locker. locker really? Room, so. Huh. Um, don't y'all hate uh, when you, you leave something behind and you're going somewhere and you're trying to decide, yeah. do I really need it or do I not need it? And I what, it, what is the mileage in which, and I guess it depends on what it is, is relative to what it what mm-hmm. it is you've left. But mm-hmm. is there a particular mileage where you're like, nah, I just make do? Yeah, like I'm uh, not going. Back. I would think it's probably for me thirty minutes. That's 20, 20 to thirty. I minutes. would say twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty probably for me. Um, and time, uh, you know, time too. I mean, do I have time to go back? Yeah. Uh, but I was uh, needing to go up uh, to see my my parents in Huntsville, and it was let me go back to Monday. All right, so when I leave you guys Monday, I'm going straight there. If you'll remember that, well, I've got to get some gas. You know, top off. You never know. I'm a little a little bit below yeah. half a tank. And let me tell you what, he, what what I was deciding. No, I'll just wait till I get north of Birmingham, maybe Gardendale or Coleman, and I'll stop and I'll get gas there, and then. I, you know, it's like help get no self. Don't do that because you you you're trying to make good time. Why don't you stop as you're getting on the interstate? But sometimes I don't know about y'all. I'll get lazy. And I'll go. Oh no, I'll just stop on down the road. And then you get down the road and you go like, Why didn't I stop? Uh, before, I do that before all I, every time. Well, I, I decided. Lazy. I decided, and I was going Horrible back and habit. forth myself. I had about a ten minute drive to decide uh, to get you know where I where I get on the interstate. And I'm like, There's a there's a gas station right here. So I stopped. Well, I'm glad I did because when I opened my wallet, my debit card wasn't in there. Mm. And I was like, uh-oh. And I thought, well, did it fall out? And I start looking around. Yeah, and then I, remember, mind starts then I remember. Now, and it's something I never do. But when I, I go back to the UAB game, the football game, Saturday, doing the in-stadium MC and stuff, 
they give me all kinds of stuff to carry around. I've got I've got wireless microphone. I got a backup microphone. I've got copy pens to write winner's information on. I got my Sharp. keys. I got my keys, and I only have so many wallets. So I'm like, I'm so many take, pockets or I mean, so, so many wallets. So many, thank you, so many pockets, I mean, multiple wallets. <laughs> so I said, I'm gonna take my debit card out and a twenty, That's and dangerous. just and just take it in there, and it is dangerous. That's dangerous. But I have a pocket. Solo. I have a pocket that zips. Okay. So I'm is. like, okay, I can put it Zip. in there, and that I'll way, if I if pocket. I need something, I'll get it. Even though normally I don't, but I'm like, I don't want to be one in of there many wallets. <laughs> so so anyway, so so that's what happened. So I come back from the game and I take the debit card and my the, the cash out and I put it on the counter. Mm-hmm. When I put it instead of being see, I shouldn't. I, I was just too lazy. Instead of going and getting my wallet, which of course was in my truck. What is your um, deal with it? And I, uh, truck? I I I just said I'm gonna put it here and then I'll go out and get it later, and then put it get everything together. That's well, amazing. I didn't. So Monday morning I wake up and mm. something had a magazine had been put on top of where it, the debit card was hiding from me. So I have a decision to make. I've got to get up to Huntsville and get uh, my dad to the doctor's appointment he has. And I've, I've, I'm not cutting it close, but it was going to be a very relaxing drive on the way up there. But now I've got to go 20 minutes home, 20 minutes back. I mean, you start adding that up with some traffic. You're, I've just added 45 minutes to my day. And so, uh, so I had to make a decision. What, what do I do? And I've got to have it. I, first of all, I need gas. And you don't want to put it on credit cards instead of, you know, because then you got to. I think I would have before I went back. Right. I would have yeah. done that for yeah. sure. I, I thought about that, but I just like, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to get my debit card and keeping it simple. If I'd have had a way to pay for anything, I'm not going oh, back. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I had to dig the quarters out of the console yeah. and give me about six gallons. Right. Well, but I didn't know how long I was going to be up there. I'm like, am I up there for a day? Am I going to end up being up there for three days, yeah. not knowing what the, the situation is going to be? So I, anyway, I had to make a decision, and it was a 20-minute decision. And I had time, but I did cut it a little close. I was able to get him and get there, and we were 10 minutes early for the appointment. But for a while there, I was I was white knuckling it, not having to to rush to not yeah. a care in the world yeah. to white knuckling gas just like, floored. Yeah. But I don't think, like the credit card in the pocket that makes me yeah nervous. I'm not gonna, zip I'm up not, pocket I'm helps. not going to do that yeah I have a little zip up pocket I, I have I have this that the cure all sure. see I'm I'm concerned about the little thing because I think well, I would be phone. scared they'd fall out it's I, hard to pull them out they're, okay. they're not going to fall out well don't fall down to me I'm just saying guys I got some weird kind of wallet. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yours is a lot thinner than mine. What's up with that? Because you got more money now. Nah, that's not true. But anyway, the, the whole point of saying that is, I almost said, "No, nah, I'm just going to keep on going north and stop yeah, north of town." You know, and then, then I wouldn't have been able. No, no couldn't. couldn't have turned around. Mm. It worked out, but I had to make that decision. And it was about a 20 minute decision. But you had 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back to where I was. Yeah. And as I passed the exit going north, after going and getting it all, I'm like, so I was right there getting gas an hour ago. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour. She's always counting my beers. Then she's cutting me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Busy show on tap today. RickandBubba.com. That's Rick and A and D Bubba.com. Make sure you go there for everything you need to know about the show. A Raleigh Auto Parts upcoming events. Full list of upcoming events that you can check out at RickandBubba.com. Social media links right there on the homepage. When you go there, look at show notes. We always have links to the big stories we talk about of the day, maybe some guests 
uh, like we have Maddie uh, on today. Uh, those links will be at rickandbubba.com and show notes. And just to the right of that, all the social links uh, for the show and individuals of the show, it's all there at rickandbubba.com. All right, uh, as we roll on, this here, guys, you know, you, you, you hear about this every now and then, like, uh, you know, a thief breaks into a house, homeowner hurts the thief, and then the thief sues the homeowner for getting hurt. Or something weird. Like, you know, we've seen, yeah, we've, we've heard that. stories like that before. This one's kind of unique and weird. It says here, two drunk idiots. That's how it starts? Yes. Okay. Two drunk idiots broke into a water park at night, shattered their ankles on a slide. Ooh, shattered them. And Ooh. want to sue the park for not having security guards <laughs> there to prevent them from breaking See, in. Whoa, Goodness time out. Gracious. Time out, time out. So, so. <laughs> I'm suing you right. because you should have had security there so I couldn't break in. Right. Because it's not my fault. Correct. The fact, hey, the words break in, right? that pretty much means you were yeah. there without anyone's permission. Right. Which means you're kind of on your own. Right. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, apparently, Barry Douglas That's and great. Claire Vickers uh, were on uh, ITV uh, this morning uh, and, and did an interview about Is what they- they're saying. and. Uh, we got some accents here. Are these uh, the ones that are suing? Yeah, like it listen. <clears throat> they should take security there for a start, and the fence should be secured, and there will be legal action being taken. You're saying that if they'd fixed the fence, if they put security so that at their own expense, then we wouldn't have been able to go down the slide, which you shouldn't have been going down in the first place. There's 100%. I just trust. think that everybody makes a mistake. Everybody has got drunk at some point in their life and made a silly choice, and that's what this was. Yeah, but yes, they should, ma'am. That, yeah. So therefore, you're responsible for yeah, your actions. Absolutely, you did something dumb. They're Those saying, con- consequences are yours, not theirs. So they're saying that is in, the, in this yeah. weird accent. Yeah, she's basically saying that we were drunk, so our judgment was bad. So mm-hmm. y'all should have had something to prevent right. people who are drunk with bad judgment from getting in. There you go. Due to uh, uh, <laughs> uh, leg injuries after breaking in, See, they threatened nice. to sue. I guess they haven't actually sued. Uh, but um, they threatened to sue. Claire Vickers, 46, and friend Barry Douglas, 44, broke into uh, the uh, water park on August the 4th, crawling under a fence near the swimming pool area. They entered a tube together mm, uh, (laughs) of one of the slides, but were caught at the bottom by a barrier that had been placed at the exit. So I guess they come down pretty hard. And little do they know, there was a barrier at the end of it. <laughs> they were unable to stop, and um, hey, I'm and, drunk. And I'm then sliding. their feet hit first into the barrier, and they suffered severe leg injuries. Well, it's not their fault if they'd had security out there and not let them in, and maybe arrested them. It's yeah, the Claire thing shattered her ankle. Barry uh, broke both of his yeah. ankles. Um, good night. They were stuck for two hours before they, before they were rescued mm-hmm. by officers. They sobered up by Who then. were called into investigation to report, and I quote, kids messing around in the pool. Uh, so that's what happened. They crawled under the fence, oh, got into one of these really. little tubes, slid down. Little did they know there was a barrier at the end. So they go clanging into it, break their it's ankles. It's not their fault, though. Uh, and then now they want to sue because there wasn't proper security to keep them from being stupid and breaking in. Okay. Well, all right. I, are y'all done with stupid people? Yeah. Are y'all done yeah. with, like, just uh, – I'm I'm starting to, and and this is not pointed at any particular person, but there are things that are really getting under my skin lately. Right. Like for instance, um, and it has nothing to do with this class class action park um, mm-hmm. that we have here, but the let's say carpool for instance. 
I'm I'm amazed just by when I pull up and and there's at the high school. I'm amazed that more people that anybody survives it. Right. Like there are kids walking <laughs> everywhere. They they're not looking anywhere but down at their phone. Right. Oh, well, that's and the they're walking in the middle. Neck they're walking in the right. middle of the parking lot. Meanwhile, these inexperienced drivers are just going all over the place. Yeah. And it's I can't I th- I saw two kids yesterday cars go within inches of them and they have no clue that the car was even there because <laughs> they're staring down at their phone. And let me tell you, carpool mothers too that oh, that well good night. well like, hey, he really, hey, he really is bad. Here's let the new you, here's the new thing in, in the over the mountain world. Okay, I can't just go in my car to pick up my kids. I got to do it in a golf cart. I got to do it in my sure enough sharp golf oh, cart. Oh, they come up in golf carts. Uh, uh, is that allowed? Hey, hey, it's not street legal, Greg, and it's probably dangerous as all get out, and I'm going to drive in the middle of the road, and I don't care who's in my way. Yeah, I'm not going to let you pass. I'm not even going to wave you by because I got to show everybody <laughs> that I got my golf cart. And I got a cool paint job on it. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> hey, my look, favorite at, team. look yeah. at me. Hey, we can't just drive our car up there. We're going to go in the golf cart. Wow. <laughs> Look at me and my golf cart. I know that was allowed. <laughs> and I don't mind that. If that's your thing and that's your neighborhood thing you're doing, okay, whatever. But, hey, just get it out of the middle of the road right. when you go home. Sure. There's no there's no seats I mean, buckled, nothing. Kids hanging off of it. You're in the middle of the road. There's, there's people doing construction. There's people doing work. Look at me. I'm just gallivanting around in my golf cart. Hey, Look at here. Got me a golf cart. I'm a golf cart mom. Look. Look at me. Check it out later. It'll be on Instagram. Oh, wow. So this is really bothering Oh, it does. Bothers me every day. It's a you wonder. You see how mad he got? That was, was his mad face. It's a wonder I've not so. rolled my window down and told somebody to get their A out of the road. Oh, wow. It's ridiculous. It's that bad. Man, sound off. Yes. Well, you I'm worried about the high cart. school kids because one of them's going to get hit. Number mm-hmm. one, right. by a golf I watched two kids yesterday. Serious business. Cars go. I'm, I'm not. We're not talking six, eight feet. We're not even talking. We're not talking about social distancing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about inches away from them. The mirror hitting them, and they have no clue the car even went by. Mm. Serious. And I, I'm, I'm gonna stop on the golf cart moms, but I'm, I'm done. And here's another thing well, I'm done with. Them. Wow. Here's another, and because I, I had to deal with this at the house last night. Oh. Greg, evidently, he's got ev- high evidently, some Karen got on social media dogging a pizza place that everybody loves last night, and I love, it, I love this place. Well, what in the world? And they, you know, hey, I hate to break it to people. Sometimes people mess up orders. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that their whole business should be. Thank right. you. Well, thank goodness got- Facebook Facebook was back up so she could do that exactly. And spent spent mm-hmm. I don't know probably six eight hours of her day arguing with people about this. Of course, nobody was on her side. There may be one oh, dude wow. out of a hundred. But Amanda loves this place so much and loves these people so much. She's oh. friends with them. Uh huh. That she now you're getting in my world because now Amanda's ill at me for some reason because of you know that's just the way it works. Oh you know? wow, yeah. Hey, we weren't ill at all until you started dogging this place. Yeah. Hey, Karen, get off the keyboard. Stop dissing places that you know nothing about. Hmm. And come to find out, half of what she put on there was a complete lie. What if? Oh, really? What if? What, what is if wrong the lady? With people? What if the lady she made it up? Yeah, part what of it. What if the lady that was dogging the pizza place was Dang. driving a cart? Picking up their kids, it wouldn't surprise. Would that be the ultimate? It for wouldn't you? surprise me if that's that that <laughs> probably probably that person drives a golf cart. 
What do you mean she, hey, I'm she, going, she made it all I'm up? I'm going Instagram live, Facebook live, Twitter live. Look at me. I'm in my golf cart. Greg, I'm mad at you that you're not looking at him. So I, ridiculous. Um, wow, we started with a, a water park and got here. Yeah. Really well, we, were, we didn't have anything else to talk <laughs> we, we about. Really been on, it's really been on your mind. Yeah. yeah. Trash yeah. to place. I don't understand. What do you mean that me. she would, didn't even go there? What does that mean? I mean, like she she made it all up? Or no, she, there was a the, one of the owners actually responded. Mm-hmm. Was like, hey, I, I your your post here doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I remember talking to you, and this is how we resolved the solution. And by the way, here's the receipt where you were paid, you know, paid oh, back wow. and credited so like ten dollars uh, extra, and and you know. So, but, 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 but so they made it right, and but you still want absolutely to get <laughs> made right. it. Yes, one hundred percent right. See, yeah, you know what you did? Nutter went in and ordered a pizza from there. Make them feel better. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was many a guys go. There's that one lady said, "Well, I probably won't be going back." He, he was like, "Well, that's fine. I'm gonna order twice this week to make up for you." Yeah. <laughs> What Just, in the world? I mean, but guy, why, if why, you feel that why, way, why, why do you feel like you need to go to a keyboard, right, and type up a message and and put it out there for people to see? This is why social media has turned this society upside down. Mm. Hey, hey! First of all, lady, nobody cares what you think about the pizza place. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing about social media. It's giving everybody a voice, and I got to tell you, nobody gives a damn. No. Oh, nobody wow. wants to no. hear you. Good night. I agree. Like, I mean. Of all the problems in this world, right. I must fix this pizza joint. Yes. Yeah. This is helping you. I must things. run down this pizza joint. You feel better? A little bit. Okay. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We are back 20, uh, actually, sorry, uh, 10 minutes uh, until top of the hour. <laughs> if uh, you think it's 20 minutes to top of the hour, you're late. Uh, it's 10 minutes to top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're a bunch of goods. We're the kickoff hour, uh, the Good Time Gang. We're live. I'm Speedy. There's Greg. There's Helmsy. And right there, there's Adler. This portion of the show brought to you by LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, you know, if you um, have a small business, uh, maybe you're a manager and you're looking for that right person to hire, mm-hmm. let us suggest LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, so you can focus on managing things and growing your uh, respective business and uh, and get the right person hired for the right job uh, that you're looking for. Uh, the best part, too, as a listener and viewer of this show, uh, your first job posting is free. Uh, that's right. It's free uh, to reach the world's largest professional network to over 770 million people. Just fill out a uh, targeted screening questions to get your role in, uh, you know, in front of other qualified candidates with experience, skills, and motivation that you need. Uh, use their t- uh, simple tool to filter out uh, those and you know get the ones you need to rise to the top. And then, boom, there you go. You found your person. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for that role. Uh, and as I said, that first job posting is free. So don't wait any longer. Go to linkedin.com slash Bubba to post for free as a listener and viewer of the show, or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, uh, as we uh, we roll on back, Helmsy uh, does feel better. He was able to yeah. sound off on uh, what he calls stupid people. Uh, and, and, and I, I want to I want to point this out, too, because I will at some point today get an email. Yeah. Hey, I can't believe you said the D word. 
Here's what I'm going to tell you about that. I actually cleaned it up because that's not what I wanted yeah, to say. He said F-bomb oh. during the break. He I did. wanted to say something he else. Did. That's that. I, in that moment, <laughs> which was not <laughs> g- proud, okay, of that moment, but in that moment, I cleaned it up. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> my mind wanted to say something else and a lot more. But I do feel better. Thank you for asking. Hmm. Um, <sighs> so uh, have y'all – I don't know. I'm just going to bring up something because I mean, you know, one thing I like about this hour and this show is sometimes we'll just sit around and and you know shoot the bull and and talk about things we really don't know, but we <laughs> try to figure out and investigate live. This Sage Steel from ESPN, yeah. the anchor. Somebody asked me about that yesterday. I didn't know was what they were she talking taken about. off the air because she, she questioned if Obama could be classified as a a black. I don't know why what she was taken off there, but I think it had something to do with race for okay. sure. All right. Um, yeah. Somebody well, asked me about that yesterday because yeah. I brought up Draymond I Green know, I don't know that and his comments about the uh, vaccine and mm-hmm. how I talked about how level-headed he was uh, in his exchange in a press conference. And somebody said, um, have you heard what's going on with Sage Steele? And I, I had not. Well, so apparently that she – not the one that said something about another anchor being – Yeah, yeah. there was a little – She got a job because I, she I, – uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I know th- there was a, a female reporter who had made the statement, something about the another one of the – anchors got to do some interview and she said because she was black i don't know well apparently she did some interview with jay cutler and um they're saying she made some controversial statements uh about race sexism and the covid protocols uh at espn she called espn no, no, vaccine this, this, uh, she called it esp i think you're thinking about somebody else i, am. I think still is actually black yeah uh, yes yeah, she, she is yes still uh called espn's vaccine mandate sick and commented on Obama's blackness, and and um, yes, and, and basically assessed female journalists anyway because of her comments. She's been taken off air. She's expected to return to full duty at ESPN next week, but apparently she's been suspended for a short period of time yeah, just they, for they just have. for how just for having the audacity to talk about COVID nineteen and President Obama. It said uh, <laughs> two said two topics. She, I guess you can't question. Yeah, that's basically what the headline says. She's uh, removed from ESPN following comments on Obama vaccine. Former colleague Jamil Hill calls her out. Of course she does. Oh yeah. Well, you know that's going to happen. I, anyway, I just I was I was hearing some talking heads uh, discuss that, and I'm like, what in the world yeah, happened? And see a headline today, and didn't know if y'all had discussed that or if y'all y'all knew anything about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, um, we have uh, we've got. Um, um, an update here too, uh, you know, without going into detail and thank y'all. I got so many emails guys yesterday about, um, praying for your dad and, and all this kind of stuff. And we, we've got a long road to get where we need to be, but we know that, uh, I mean, uh, God has brought us out of so much and, and he'll see us through this, but, uh, thank y'all for all the well wishes on, on my dad, uh, had a procedure yesterday. That's why I was not here. And thank y'all for guys letting me get up there and take care of that one thing i love too is and and my dad and mom my mom and dad even brought this up about about this show and how tight knit we all are and depending on what each one of us has going on in our life we know that we can go do that and you know the guys here just jump in and i'm not saying that when somebody's gone you know oh that that person makes the show no it's just when we have you have a man down others have to jump in and and fulfill that person's duties and we always do that and nobody complains and everybody is is with the person going and and it just feels good to know that that's happening at your workplace while you're off dealing with stuff and so thank y'all uh and there'll be probably some more of that as we get through this but um we've uh we've i think getting to the bottom of what's going on with him and so 
Um, you know, the, uh, the fall looks like it's going to be kind of busy getting that, uh, corrected, but, uh, I'll update y'all more once we know more, but, um, we got, I think we got pointed in the right direction yesterday. Good deal. Yeah. So, uh, but thank y'all again for, for doing that. And it's just, um, Hey, wow. I, but again, I, I meet so many, I have met, you know, I mean, uh, nurses and, yeah. and people in the medical field, um, that just really get after. And I met a couple yesterday that, you know, we just talk to you and listen to you and, 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 uh, explain things, you know, where I can, under, <laughs> I can uh, understand the them, hard part you know, it. and, know, uh, the feeling. yeah. Hey, repeat that back to me if you don't mind, yeah. you know, let me run a recorder and I, so I can listen. Yeah. Later. Right, right. I've got an entire family to update yeah. and, and the Rick and Bubba staff and, and you others, want to get it right. right. And I really don't want to sound like an idiot. So could you repeat that? And maybe even write it down for me. Sure. Uh, and could you draw it out? Uh, and they do that, and they're so just they're so humble and so patient. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and so accommodating as well, um, because you know when you have somebody that uh, is visually impaired, um, you know you got to there's you got to take about five steps to get to to where you want to go. Where you know a lot, a lot of folks just do take one step, uh, but. You know, you pull up and you're trying to find, you know, a wheelchair and, and, and you got, you got, you got folks coming out. No, we got him. I mean, what do you mean? No, we got him and we're going to wheel him in and, and he's, this is where he's going to be. And it allow you know, and it's just, they're so accommodating and, and the, uh, the heart clinic up in, in Huntsville is, uh, yeah. is where, where we were. And I know Huntsville's proud of the heart clinic and you got you a good one. Um, and that, and, and hematologist, Dr. Rosa, I mean, they're all just working in concert together and it's pretty neat to. Oh yeah, it's pretty neat to see because when the hematologist calls you, you know, at five thirty, you know, and she doesn't have to do that, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm already seeing his results from this other place," and they're all working together to get to the bottom of what's happening. So it's just as a, as a son that's out of town, and and my sister who's uh, out of town, it's very comforting to know that that those she's uh, way out of town, yeah, and those kind of people are out there and and they truly care, you know. Uh, so anyway, that's the update, and thank you all again for. Uh, letting me jump away and, and, you know, feel good about knowing I was where I needed to be. Sure. Well, that's a good thing about this place is we got a really good team assembled that, mm-hmm. that when, even it's not the same when one man's down, it's, uh, mm-hmm. we can get by. Yeah. And we so. all, we've all got our lanes, but, but we can, we can shift lanes yeah, and, and, and get back in our lane and, uh, and knock it out and nobody, thinks you were where you needed to be. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm glad they're working things out. Yeah. Big decisions, um, and that's just part of it, man. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and Rick Bubba will join us. And there's a lot to discuss today. Don't forget, Bible Study is live today at noon central. Will Amik could spin. And uh, we've got Maddie Pruitt a little bit later in the show, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. What? Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba, Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as a number. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour has begun. And uh, this hour starts with the National Anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed 
At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave For the land of the free And the It is eight minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Let's go. Unpacking another day. Will of Meat still in play. Has not spun. Uh, so that could happen on, on the program today. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back on the YouTube channel at noon central time, one o'clock Eastern today. As we continue to walk through the book of 1 Corinthians, if you never joined us for that, know that's available. It's also archived soon after and available on all of our social media platforms. Speedy Returns, The Real Greg Burgess here, Helmsy and Adler. They've all given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. The TuneIn app is back. Podcast archives live and archived on our YouTube channel. So much to do. Uh, we have an interview today. The book is called Made for This Moment by Madison Pruitt uh, from uh, The Bachelor. And uh, we'll talk to her about that book today and the experience uh, of being on that show. And across the way, there he sits. Uh, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome on in to the little party we call Rick and Booba. She got a sink for the dishes. She got clothes on the line. Oh, yeah. She got a sweet little baby and a husband that she can't find. family and friends oh yeah and it's getting to the point where she's gonna sink or swim Let's get her hands up. so she tells herself to, to rise, up. rise up she gonna find something, something better rise up. rise up she gonna get herself together when life gets you like a truck you gotta rise up that's what you gotta do, Bubba. 
Gotta rise up. Life hits you like a truck, you gotta rise up. <laughs> or duck. Or one duck. or the other. Or step out if of the road. If there's a manhole, I suggest going that way. Uh, I tell you one thing, as a country right now, we seem to be teaching the throw yourself in the road. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> we were, we were kind of taught when trucks are coming, get out of the road. Yes, that's. Uh, uh-huh. I think that's always a good advice. Right? Uh, well, Bob, a, a nice boot this morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be kicking field goals later today. Uh, do you want me to play boot scooting boogie for yeah. you? Yeah, that's yeah. good. The big yeah. boot. So we're Bubba try- got a boot on. Bubba got a boot on. <laughs> Listen, I got to ask something, too, because uh, when I came in yesterday, I had had a pretty severe haircut, mm-hmm. spiked my hair up, and Greg, or nobody made fun of me not one time. Uh, I and looked one time. I was beginning time, to wonder what was wrong with I me. looked one time. And I couldn't sh- quit looking at that boot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, well, the boot was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. He's talking about yesterday. Oh, I wouldn't listen. Yeah, he came in with this this hairdo yesterday. Yeah. I, and I back did. to the back to the spot. Well, I must not have saw it until mm-hmm. yeah. you, flattened I saw the spot. It, you flattened it with your headset. Yeah, it could have been that. I mean, because he's got it just like he likes it. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So That's funny. Is this to offset the boot? I well, mean, you know, I bounce around. It depends. It, it got, well, got, got too long. It got too long to spike it up. I mean, I had right, that Charlie right, Rich right, right, going. Right, so right. after I took about three pounds off the side, right, uh, we'll <laughs> go back to that. Yeah. So. yeah, I was looking over to see if it's standing a little bit, but I, I mean, I, I think it's, I should, it's, it probably is. Well, the, it's the yeah. spike. You know, gives you a little more look. Yeah, 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 you can see a little more in yeah, there. You yeah. get in See down the road a little bit there. You can see the trails. You can see where it's the like, leaves are falling. It's like when they just thin an area. They yeah, don't, cut, yeah, they don't yeah. clear cut it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So what we've just, done is we're going to take the underbrush out. Yeah. A little cut cut every third row. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, uh, so anyway, that uh, and Speedy, welcome back, buddy. Uh, and uh, I know you had quite the day yesterday. Glad to have you back with us today. And uh, so um, we, um, we also will be interviewing, as I said, uh, Madeline Pruitt. She's got a new book, Made for This Moment. And uh, she was on The Bachelor. A.K.A. Maddie. Yeah, when 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 I don't remember what what season. Yeah, I think was. it's twenty four. Uh, yeah, twenty four. Yeah, wow, twenty four seasons of that. Oh, I know. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we did the story when they announced they were going to do that, mm-hmm. and we had suggested that Don Juan, our assistant producer at the time, who was single, that he might want to jump on that, and uh, you know he never did, and then we did our own version of it. You may remember. Uh, oh, on. of course, the Bachelor. We did the Bachelor and the Black and the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And neither uh, one successful. Well, I know, shocking, right? But gave us some great TV moments. The one really not successful. <laughs> but but if so, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> not, not yet. So uh, <laughs> right. so, uh, so pulling for that. I, I will never forget the scene, <laughs> and maybe we can pull it. Maybe Adler's got the scene. Right, you know, we all have stuff yeah. that gets us. Yeah, and I'm trying to move this, on. This slay scene. Y'all may remember the scene. I didn't realize this slay sounds. But anyway, go ahead. The, y'all may remember the scene from The Bachelor. When, oh, when Cassio was in the hot tub, never forget with Megan. Oh yeah, and the camera pulls back, and you see them, and then you see our our TV producer at the time, Bobby Bowden, okay. sitting in there with a boom microphone. Yep, and that was one of the funniest. That is it funny. hit me. The way just, it pans it, back. Yeah, it just hit it's me. One of those moments. One of the that funniest think, moments ever. Well, and I will say this, and I know you agree, and it's one of the things you and I have always had in common. That's the kind of comedy I love. Oh, yes. Yes. yes I mean, that, that's, that's right up there. Absolutely. <laughs> the reason why I love The Office so much. Exactly. It was full of that kind of stuff. Exactly. And, you know, that, that was good stuff. Yeah, it was fantastic. I don't know where it is. We need to pull yeah, that clip so, up. Well, sadly, though, I noticed that some new people did There it show. is. There it yeah. is. You remember when some new people in the show kept asking, what am I doing in the hot tub? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's right. not me. That's not right. me. And how about Bobby Bowden went on in? He did. He, he did. Yeah, he did. The, 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 the main Bobby Bowden that he was named after now, yeah. he and Bobby Bowden are both. In yeah, and I know we've had this discussion, but have you ran the list? 
of Rick and Bubba history? Uh-huh. I yeah. have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's alarming. A lot of people that have worked with us over the years have gone on in. Yeah. As our grandparents will say, to glory. Mm-hmm. I know. There was a moment of silence for them. Well, guys, listen. I mean, it's uh, we. I mean, we're, now, some of them not been shocking because you know they were on the ragged edge probably then. Yes, as some of us are now. And there it is. Well, I said it. Yeah. You know, I said it, was, it. it was in my. I head. said it. it was, I said it. It was in my head. I, I just said didn't it. Say it. I, I said it. Yeah. Well, you, but you know, there's everything's got an expiration date. No. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like we talked about before, it's where you're going to live forever is much more important than where you live now. Yeah. yeah we're, uh, we're in temporary housing now. You think we pay a lot of attention to that. Yeah. yeah uh, Fifteen minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. And the gang is all here today. And uh, Speedy, I know uh, I get an update for you, from you and Bubba today uh, on uh, things going. On. I know you had to get your dad's having some health problems. Um, as we all get to this point here on the program, uh, the the older guys, you know, our parents. If we're older, like I said, when I saw my parents this weekend, they said since you turned fifty seven. Uh, you know, we can only now say we were married so young without it being something against the law now. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. if yeah. I've got a kid that's 57, <laughs> it's kind of hard for me not to be old. You know? <laughs> and uh, and so, so anyway, um, you know, our parents are around the same age. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Dad's 81. Mom's 79. Okay. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah. So mom will be 80 in November and dad turned 80 back in January. Same age. Yeah. Same anniversary. Same anniversary and all this. Right. So, right. so, you know, uh, with, with, with the aging process, I mean, it can be a cruel one. There, it, there's, can. Yeah. Yeah. it can. And, and, and what's so crazy about 30 years ago, I guess, uh, my parents relocated from the Gulf coast of Mississippi to Huntsville, Alabama. And, um, and so that's where they've called home since then. And that's where I go. And, and, and and have for 30 years and i have an aunt that has also moved up there so there's parts of the family that have moved up there and then then others that were kind of splintered all over the place my sister and brother-in-law live down in pensacola and so uh you know it presents some logistical difficulties when everybody's out of town but them you know what i mean and so uh you know and and because my dad's eyesight i mean his brain i mean he could he could probably you know, run a business, but he just can't, he can't see. And so that, that limits his, uh, ability to, to get around. And then my mom going through, uh, you know, she's a cancer survivor, praise God, but her chemo and radiation that she's coming off of, it limits her for being able to get out and hop around town too. So a lot of times when they're going to and from doctor's appointments, and if there's big things going on, it just takes, uh, you know, one of us getting up there and getting them to and, and from and all that. And so that's kind of what happened yesterday but it was weird because we started experiencing some different things with 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 him and we were trying to figure out what is going on and i kind of updated a lot of folks a couple of weeks ago where they found out that uh he was anemic and needed uh a blood transfusion uh through the process but we've gone through you know I, we're going to a cardiologist uh dr roth and his staff doing a, an amazing job and we're going through a hematologist with dr rosa and they're trying to work in concert together to figure out, all right, is the blood the issue or was the heart the issue? And is it a combination of both? And it just takes a little bit mm-hmm. to get to get all that done. And a lot of tests, a lot of poking and prodding. 
and um, and when your your veins are hiding from you, I always joke with the nurses because there's nurses that that draw blood, and then apparently there's an A team. It's like there's always. a phenom nurse that comes in and <laughs> go, and it's like they have a cape on. It's like understand we have a problem finding a vein. Oh yeah, and they'll stick the first Absolutely. time, and they're like, got it. Oh yeah, they're good. Uh, you always want that one. Yeah, and I'm and I and so anyway, I've met I've met some of those people, and they're very humble. Oh, so you're you're the one, you mm-hmm. know? And they're like, no, no, I'm just no, you're the one mm-hmm. because if <laughs> I've I've heard a number of times with my dad. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get somebody, you know, and then and then they never return, and then that nurse comes Absolutely. in and and draws Been blood. Yeah. We've had iron infusions. We've had we've had it all, and just wonderful people. Uh, uh, just so many um, that have a servant's heart and a calling, and uh, in the medical field, uh, who which is getting hammered now. We just want to send a little praise to them because there's a lot of people that truly care about what they do, and we've met some of those uh, those folks. So yeah. it yes, is a calling, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. like we yeah. said that we they went from being heroes, and now if they to want zero, the, if they want if they won't get the vaccine, now they're scapegoats and they're evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and and me just having to report to others. Um, I'm like, okay, could you repeat that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let me write this down. And they take the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And no, no, this is what I said. Okay, well, let me write that down. And and so yesterday, uh, luckily, his blood count is going up. So the the infusion, the iron infusions, and the transfusions have have looked like they're starting to work. Um, we're dialing that in, and then on the heart side, we're trying to figure out what avenue to go there. Uh, and it looks like it was a combination of both, and it was kind of really a hidden miracle because uh, without the anemia, it would not have shown light on what some other problems had been going on that he never even knew. And so, but without that, we wouldn't have got to where we are well, now. It's so weird this tracking of your parents and our parents. You know, that's the same way that they that dad uh, didn't die of a heart attack, right? Is because he he his, he had a, a he was losing blood. Yes, and they said if they had not found it because of the loss of blood, he probably would have gone hunting that season and died mm-hmm. out in the woods. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you know, so so yeah, yeah. So yesterday we had a procedure where it was a pretty much a fact finding mission, mm-hmm. and we and we found some facts, and so now we got to proceed and figure out which avenue to go uh, go through. But um, so it'll be a, it'll be back and forth a lot, uh, Birmingham to Huntsville, but um, yeah. between all the family members that you know, because that's the first thing your parents, hey, you don't need to be up here, yeah. you know, or hey, don't worry about me or whatever. Right. Hey, look at me, be quiet. I know that's be patient, be, be patient, and let us hey, help. Have out. you have you ever had fun with them when they do that and go, yeah. okay, I, I, so I'm I'm done. I'm not going to check on y'all mm-hmm. in the plan, and then what are you going to do? Right. You know, yeah. It's almost like they, they're telling you not to do something that there is no choice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there there isn't. Uh, we'll be fine, but yeah. you really won't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if I if I'm not if I'm not doing this, yeah, you, yeah. you can't do this without me. Yeah. No. no, it's not possible. It's like you don't, need hey, to, don't, don't worry about it. Do I yeah. need to come to Huntsville and carry your dad out to eat chicken livers? <laughs> well, we may, you know, you know, maybe so. And I was told, I told him, look, you you took care of me most of my life. It's time for me yeah. to take care yeah. of you uh, and my sister, and so and other family members. That's I even right. told my sons, you could be called in, uh, oh, yeah. be ready, you sure. could be on duty. Uh, so anyway, that that's kind of where I was. But it it came with handles. I talked about. I forgot my debit card in Birmingham, what? and I'm leaving. <laughs> And I, it, it's it's it goes back to UAB football and me not wanting to take my wallet in. I just took my and well, I knew well, when I we did. We know it. you don't take your wallet. Speedy, in. I, this is not shocking to any of us. I knew when I did it. I went. But you I did said, it to your dad. I That's said. What I, I said. I, I I said I I don't need to do this, but I did it because because I wanted. They didn't want to take my wallet into the UAB football game because they give me 
a wireless mic, a backup wireless mic, copy, pens. And I've only got so many pockets. And you don't pay for it. <clears throat> right. And, and so and, I'm like, well, And you might have to buy some. <laughs> no. And I says, well, let me take my debit card in case I do. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, a little bit yeah. Of, and a little bit of cash folded up, and I have oh, a pocket that zips. That. Never and do so that. I, and, well, then I take it out, put it on the counter after the game. And I'm like, I need to put that back in the wallet. Of course, I never did. And uh, and so then I'm leaving Monday going up, and I go to stop to get gas, and I realize open my wallet, and I'm like, there's no card there. That's awful. And so I went from having plenty of time to white-knuckling it because I had to go all the way back home, which if you add 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back, a little bit of traffic, you're looking at 45 minutes thereabout. And so I swing in and pull pull in, and I said, Dad, just be ready. <laughs> so I go into the uh, the driveway, and he comes running out, and we get we we got in and sat down in time. But it was a little a little stressful. But um, but yeah, um, so that's that's the update. And uh, and you know, uh, getting gro- hey, how about grocery store shopping? Mm-hmm. And being able to pull up and open your trunk and groceries just get pulled, put in there, that's really helped a lot. Uh, oh. And so mom can sit there and on her little lap and decide what she wants, you oh, know, yeah. and all this kind of stuff, and then we yeah, can go yeah. run and get it. Oh, yeah. Just uh, just a lot of lot of moving parts. Uh, and so the process has just started. It looks like the holiday season for us might look a little different, but but we'll get through it. It's well, going to be for, all right. Yeah, for us too. Uh, yeah. We're, we're uh, you know, mom and dad are in the process of us moving them. We were thinking, I just thought about the other day, how about the, the Christmas Eve at Nana's? Is, is, uh, yeah. That, that's that's one of those things you put over in the mm-hmm. – uh, yeah. it, it used to be. Yeah. You know I think so, I think uh, we got to get through this stage, and I think we're going to be where y'all's parents are uh, and and get them relocated. It's just uh, that's, that's the process. Well, speedy, right I, I know our listeners, and man, we got some prayer Amen. warriors. Yeah, and I feel those and, prayers, and uh, they're they're going to join with us. We're going to be praying for you, Dad. Dad's a great guy. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he, of course, he'll, he'll be bathed in prayer. Over of course, there. my parents are so proud of this show. My dad is getting wheeled out. In a hospital bed, and I hear him down the hall. So, do you listen to Rick and Bubba? They're <laughs> yeah, so proud of this show. I know. Our parents are great ambassadors. Always have been. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as a number. Gabby.com slash Bubba, G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Uh, get a better insurance, uh, and, and right now, you might be overpaying for your homeowner's or, or automobile insurance, and uh, there's only one way to know, and that is to use this free service. doesn't cost you anything. Uh, only takes a few minutes. Uh, go to G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Uh, It's been featured in TechCrunch, Forbes, USA Today, all talking about it. It's free to use, um, and you enter your insurance information, uh, and then it pulls up 40 uh, of the top insurance companies uh, in the country, and all the big names are represented there, Nationwide, Travelers, and you know State Farm, the list goes on and on. So when you you see, here's what they would charge you uh, for the same automobile coverage and for the same homeowner's coverage. You're not reducing your insurance. You're just wondering, does somebody have a better deal on the coverage that you need. Uh, and if you look and you don't see the, that there's a better deal out there or the savings is not enough to fool with, well, then you move on. But uh, uh, the average savings right now that people are overpaying, $80 a month uh, and overpay. And that's average. So obviously some are more. So go to gabi.com slash Bubba. doesn't cost you anything to use it. Uh, or there's a link at rickandbubba.com. You'll find that right there under the sponsors. 
All right, so we've updated uh, a little bit, and we'll continue to update um, uh, Speedy away with uh, with his dad and, and health issues, and now looking at what they need to do to to remedy that. And, and then Bubba has has his own personal um, something going on with his foot. You're in a boot today. Your boot scooting. Boogie. How do you like that boot? That boot looks good. That's high tech, man. Yeah. I'm pump it up. You know, it's, it's, pump up the volume. Pump up. The let volume. me tell you when you know you're also dash, getting getting dash. older. That really, one of your friends or family members in a boot is not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've had so many people yeah, in these boots. I think you, I've been in one. I don't remember. Yeah, you were uh, you were mentioning to me someone that maybe collected medical supplies. Yep. I need to get to be good friends. Never with seen them. that before. Yeah, uh, that's uh, you know, I, I, for the most part, it, it's very strange. Early on in my life, I had very few problems with uh, things playing sports, and mm-hmm. you know, after forty, everything falls off yep, all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, th- this goes back to this summer. I heard it trying to cut a tree down on the side of a, a very steep hill, mm-hmm. and I hurt the outside part of my foot. It's not the plantar fasciitis thing. The one? Plantar fasciitis. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so th- it's been irritated and couldn't get it under control, so we're going to lock it down for a week, and uh, we got uh, got a couple of shots in it yesterday, so we'll we'll see how all that goes. So it's um, so your ankle said, help me. Help me. <laughs> so what, what's you wrong know, and, and basically, uh, you know, it's probably just – you know, coming apart under the the sheer weight. Well, I didn't probably. want to say that. <laughs> I mean, you come out the two hundred pounds of extra there pressure. It is. Yeah. The, uh, there it is. You know, it, you, hey, this is a day of speak the truth. Okay? That's right. Yeah. So we've had two of them. You need to write a book, Life at Five Eight Two Eighty. You know, and just talk about all the things it's done for you. Yeah. Huh? Well, it, you know, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, you know, all these tendons have a limit. You know, mm, we, we know that the elbow can only throw about 100 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and, it, and anything over that, it starts falling apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, there's there's a weight limit on ankles and feet yep. and all that, mm-hmm. too. So. Yep, yep. Yep. So it, yeah, it, I want to get it well so I can go back to just my knees hurting. Right, it's almost That's like it's almost like your feet and and ankles and knees say, buddy, we're doing all we can. Yeah, you know yeah. you. You've, uh, you 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 know we started out fine, but we've been carrying this way. You know, if you ask me to carry something heavy for a little while, I can do it. But you asked me to carry it for you know thirty years. Years. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a long yeah. time to carry it. Well, it's kind of a shame because you go, you know, when you go to work out, you carry extra weight mm-hmm. to build up. Mm-hmm. So you think it'd be just strong as it could be. It ought to be strong as an ox. Yeah, you mm-hmm. would. But, you know. It, it works out every time I move. But I was about to say, if they ask you to carry weight around more than just, you know, 30 minutes a few times a week, right. if you carried it around constantly, it would right. cease to be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. It goes, then it goes the other way. It just, it just starts crushing. Yeah. Right. And I don't remember that nerve that's that's inflamed. It's on the outside. Sure, I, think. I don't remember. It's on the outside. So you'll be in the boot. How, how long are we gonna be booting? Uh, probably about a week. Okay, we'll see boot. where we are. Um, all right. Mm. So uh, so Adler, I know we're gonna. I, I don't. I, I'm not it's fun walking in too. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you know the thing. The, this <laughs> now you're gonna have everything else out of alignment. You know because you oh, got course. that boot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust me, from from a man who's been limping since 1983. <laughs> Uh, that that affects everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is an art to walking in a boot. You got to learn. You got to throw it out there yeah, and roll you it. You, do. you can't just pick it up and down like I normally do. You know, no, no. like you step it on fire. You got to put it out there and right. roll on. That's right. Roll on. Oh, let yeah. her roll. We'll get it. Yeah. Let her roll. Yeah, what a what a handle. You know, just we, we're just falling apart. It seems. Yeah, I, um, remember, I remember the days none of us had to deal with any of this. Do you remember what it was like to to get up and start your day and nothing hurt? Hmm. Think back to the Wait, last time. The last time you got I'm up. I'm currently which, doing that, but it probably in, won't last. Right, Rick. Yeah. I think I was in the yeah. eighth grade. Yeah, like <laughs> I said, you've you, you've had had something addressed, so that that really doesn't right. count. 
Yeah. Yeah. The year was I'm about, a, I'm about three <laughs> weeks into experiencing this again for the first time in a while. Yeah. yeah. So I know that it might it could be any day now where it's it changes. You, but you, you know we joke. I probably lot. jinxed it right then. If right. you're you know if you're a, a man of weight or you got a little little uh, junk in front of you there, watch it. Um, what that mm. you know belly belly yeah. Um, okay. hey. <laughs> or a lot of belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putting your shoes on. And, and all can be oh, a handle. This way, we've talked about Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle I mean, you Crawford, gotta, you got to hold your breath and dive you, in. Yeah. You know? When Lavelle and, uh, Crawford <laughs> said on the air, and Lavelle Crawford, you know, is huge. I don't know if he's one of these who's tried to lose weight or whatever. Yeah. When he said on the air that when you are fat, he goes and you have to deal with your shoes, mm-hmm. and he says you find yourself mad because you got two feet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You go back and do it. Again. You go back. Then, you got to do it again. And then Rick, you throw in, you throw head. in a knee that doesn't want to bend and get just right. So you, it's hard to get to it to put your Soccer right. to begin with. Yeah. You know. Well, for years I wondered why your little bunny ears uh, to your shoelaces was on the side because yeah. well, most is yeah. on the top, and it's because he throws that leg up. <laughs> yeah. I've never it, noticed that. Yeah, and yeah. it's to the side. Oh, it hangs on the side of his. You shoe. can only hold your wrestle on. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, and now, out. you know, my, my right knee's kind of goofed up too. So now I have to take a towel to pull the leg up. You know, I right. can't even get it up there to get a hold of when it. When you so. raise up from tying your shoe and you see stars, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dim. Yeah, it's a little bit light. Start I think I passed out. out. I think I passed out. Yeah, but Golly. do you think your knee wishes it could trade uh, like trade places with your elbow right now? Uh, <laughs> get, oh, yeah. get me above the waist. Oh yeah, yeah. I, What's yeah. it like up there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you ever complain? We're down here. Right. I think I tore a meniscus in it again. So we're gonna get this foot ready first, and then we'll look at the knee. Again. Try living in the basement. <laughs> right. Yeah. We live our whole life on that statue with a guy that has the world on the back of his shoulders. <laughs> you know. This might be a good reason I do need to go to space just to get the weight off. For yeah. a while. There you yeah. go. The, um, that's right. You gotta do a lot of swimming. But it makes me understand elderly people more. Mm-hmm. You know the running joke, don't ask them how they're doing. Oh. Even Garoski was talking about that the other day. Yeah. yeah. The reason why they do that is because that's the, the most prominent thing in their life yeah, is, oh, yeah. is, is the list of ailments. That's yeah. Yeah. Doctor support, uh-huh. you know? Oh, boy. So, uh-huh. I mean, I can't think the last time that I got up, got on my feet and said, not an ounce of pain and I feel fantastic. You know, yeah, I feel like right. I could run. The, the right. point is, though, when we, w- you know, we get up early, so you know, you're trying to make good time once you get up and get going. Oh yeah. But but now trying to get shoes on and socks and boot and get everything. I mean, it, it takes you got to budget 15 minutes to get mm-hmm. all that. On, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I thought of Scott Garoski yesterday because uh, uh, an, an older man uh, answered the phone in the in the waiting room. Yeah. Hello, and, I, and he's just hollering. Nothing I'm better about, than no, it ain't me. She's fine. I'm at the doctor now. Do what? Can I check? No, I won't be home to two. Yeah. You know, he's just hollering. I, when people carry on conversations in the middle. Of the well, let me let me tell you what, screaming. Let me tell you what I noticed. So what? What's, you doing? what's eating Scott Garoski last week? And and they were I got tons of people that, that were loving it and they're enjoying that new segment. I got one really mean complaint, and I thought to myself, that was a senior citizen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it was only one, but they were really upset about yeah. it. And I thought, well, I can tell you right now, that's a senior citizen. Yeah. I, that's learned how to use email. It does the nerve on uh, So, uh, yeah, but and, you know, the thing about Garoski, I mean, they've had to rebuild him. He, yeah. Garoski has more things in his body that, that are the metal and stuff than he has bone. You know, it's, it's – Wow. Uh, 
maybe I'll get Betty to video it sometime, but it's just so much easier for me, like, to, to get up on the bed and throw your leg up there, you know, so it holds it up so you can do what you need to do than trying to pull it up and get It's a mess. Yeah. It's ridiculous, as a matter of fact. Right, what it is. right. It is ridiculous. You, you, I mean, and, but then you would think. You, I mean, I, I'm like a, a trapeze artist trying to get my shoes uh, on, right, you know. Right. And you would think we'd get tired. You, you, you would think that you'd get so tired of that you'd do something about it. Well, you know, yeah, but, really. It, but it's just, it, it's you know, it, 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 you go, well, I guess it's how it's going to well, that foot hits the floor, I'm up and moving. Rick, we will go to appointments, we'll have injections, have surgeries, do everything except lose weight. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, that that old weight loss thing is frustrating and hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It and is. plus, you don't get no the, you don't get the birthday cake twice. And ain't nothing fun about it. That's really that. the drawback. Well, I threw that birthday cake away two days. Well, on. his disappointment this morning. Oh. To, to not see it in I, there, I, I almost broke his little heart. No, not three days in a row. I knew, I, I knew Greg threw it away. I didn't do it. That was, that was but, some whoever did it did it while I was in the bathroom yesterday. I heard, I heard, you heard it moving. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't here. Yeah, it's uh, fifteen minutes to the top. I started to pull a good one and order another one for today. That's <laughs> funny. Just to welcome Maddie to the studio. You should have. That's that would have been the thing to do. Did you like when I went back to this basic birthday cake? Was that? Do you like that? Well, that's my favorite. I, I like a lot of them, but that's my favorite. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thanks for being with us today. Coming up next uh, hour, Maddie Pruitt will be with us. Uh, Her book, uh, Made for This Moment. She was a finalist on season 24 of The Bachelor. And uh, the storyline of her made uh, national news and became um, a big uh, cultural event. Uh, And uh, and also a, a sign of our times that we're living in. Well... Uh, but she'll be with us today and talk about her new book uh, coming up next segment. Now, uh, let's uh, let's take a look. See, uh, we you know we're living in this world now. You know where you're just not allowed to say certain things. No, and no, uh, and by the way, no. that that should really, really, really concern us. E- even if you're if things that are not being allowed to say uh, say are things you don't want to hear. Uh, but buddy, once we start this and we make this the norm. Uh, Rick, it's, it it's just, really incredible uh, when you think Katie about it. Katie, bar the door, Greg. The, Katie, when, bar the, the when door. When the founding fathers thought so much of free speech mm-hmm. that they put it as the very first freedom that they guaranteed us, That's okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Because without it, none of the rest of them happened. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they did that, and and then the way it has been interpreted over the years, remember back when – when, uh, you know, everything under the sun you could do because people had the right and the free speech to do it, even though it was a, a detriment to society. But we, we put up with it because we felt like the freedom of expression and speech was so important that we had to allow that to happen. And now we've got to the point where you there's certain things you can't say if one political group is against it and it uh, becomes hate speech and you're – uh, labeled a domestic terrorist and everything yep. else. Yep. Uh, when most of the time you would call those people moms, right? right. Uh, yeah. It's just crazy. So now, sports anchor Sage Steele uh, from ESPN was on Jay Cutler's podcast, and she has spoken to two things: you cannot, you cannot be negative uh, vaccine mandates, mm. and you can certainly not say anything negative against former President Barack Obama, and she does both. 
Uh, so, uh, hmm. so here is uh, uh, Sage Steele uh, talking about the, the fact that she works for ESPN and Disney, uh, where they have a vaccine mandate, and uh, and she uh, she is not a fan. So here we go. To man, I respect everyone's decision. I really yeah. do. Yeah. But to mandate it is um, sick, mm-hmm. and it's scary yeah. to me in many ways. Um, but I have a job. Yeah. A job that I love and frankly a job that I, that I need. But again, I love it. Yeah. I just, um, I'm not surprised it got to this point, especially mm-hmm. with Disney. I mean, a, a global company. Like- yes. So, uh, and, uh, so she, she says, like we've been saying, if you, if you want to make your own health choices and then we go out there and say, here's why we think this is the right approach to go, the right treatment, here's why the vaccine is a good thing, uh, here are some things that, you know, with anything could potentially – do this or hey if you got this and, and let's let's have an open discussion about antibodies and let's talk about people that are high risk and and we all talk about these you know treatments and everything's available and everybody makes their choice on what they think is best for them and their family but she says to mandate it she said is sick because you're forcing people to take pharmaceuticals against their own will yeah. and uh, and and people are to have the right to decide as much as they can about uh, you know uh, medical treatments that they want to receive or not receive, and uh, and then Bubba she talks about former President Barack Obama. Now she herself uh, is uh, is a black woman, uh, and uh, and and I, and you said is, is she also biracial? She's biracial, yeah. biracial, and I, I think she her husband is white. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. If I'm but, not mistaken. But uh, she she uh, takes- so I'm, what I'm saying is she she has experience in all of this so yeah. she can probably, probably you know make comments about it well it's good to have somebody that, that i think might be able to talk because remember if you are if you have certain attributes you get to say things that other people can't say right so right. the fact that she is a black woman she may get away with actually speaking her mind uh so anyway uh so she makes a comment negatively about former president barack obama and uh, him identifying uh, is as uh, is, is black in the census or where or something to do with that? Yeah. So here we go. Uh, when you fill out your census, I'm like, well, I don't know when the last time I filled out my census was, but yeah. if they make you choose a race, yeah. she's like, what are you going to put? I go, well, both. She's like, well, you can't. She goes, well, what if Barack Obama chose black and he's biracial? I'm like, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I go, I think that's fascinating consider- considering his Black dad was nowhere to be found, but his white mom and grandma raised him. But hey, mm-hmm. you do you. I'm going to do me. Wow. I mean, we're about to find out if the cancel culture will go after a black <laughs> woman. But what she's trying to say, and I know this is going to sound outlandish in today's society, she's saying, I have a white parent and I have a black parent. So I would like to honor both of them, and the census would not allow me to do that. And then they said, well, what, you, you got the same situation the president is, and the president identified himself as black. And she said, well, I find that interesting. Since his dad was nowhere to be found, he was raised by two white women. Uh, can you a, imagine anybody else? I mean, can can she get away with that? She's, well, she's, she's speaking on something she knows something about because she is biracial, right? You know, correct. I mean, even if you disagree with her, it doesn't make it. She needs to be punished for it, right? That, that's crazy. She's having to take time off, and you can't look at her and go, "Well, you don't know what you're talking about." She can go, "Well, actually, I can because it's my life. I've yeah. lived it." The so. quote is, "She is taking some time off after the controversial statement." I don't and, understand and how the that's fact controversial. How's that controversial? There's, there's. I mean, we're all multiracial to some point, but uh, you know, you, however, I mean, she had a black parent and a white parent. She's multiracial, and that's fine. I mean, that's it's no big deal. But 
And she uh, was discussing the dilemma on yeah. which one did you pick. Right, and you know what? Right. She can relate to that because that's her life. Well, think and about it. She's, it. she's saying, why is this country and this society forcing me to put more weight in one of my parents than the other? Exactly. I would like to honor both of them. Well, I'm, I'm biracial. I'm, I'm, I have a white parent and a black parent. And I want to acknowledge that and not pretend the white parent doesn't exist. The ESPN has actually suspended her, I believe. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. Well, she she is uh, she's out for COVID too. So I think they have suspended her. It's going to be kind of all at the same time. So I, I don't know. I don't know how serious they are about it, or if they're just kind of doing it so they have some response to it. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so uh, so anyway, um, it's uh, it says she was placed on a break. It will not be part of the network's ESPN summit that's focusing on women in sports. Uh, she's expected to return to full duty on ESPN next week. Uh, they said that, and as you said, Bubba, but there's a source that says she tested positive for COVID. They're not saying that, uh, that that's the official deal, but they think that it's all tied together. Uh, but the testing positive for COVID, they say, comes from a source. Well, if you're going to be suspended, might as well while you're out for COVID, you know, yeah, cover all your bases there or, at one or, time. Or somebody just saying yeah. she's out with COVID because, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, she she didn't say that, but but maybe she is. But she thinks that this vaccine being mandated on people, she thinks that's, uh, she used the word sick. She yeah. said that's just a weird thing to do. Um, and, and especially um, when you're, when people are, are going to have their way to make a living taken away because of it. Yeah. yeah. And keep in mind the weirdest part about this all, is the reason we want to force vaccines on people is to protect the fully vaccinated people from them. Which means you got a pretty leaky vaccine. Hey, uh, let, let that resonate for me. <laughs> so, but but Rick, with this, and it, it is odd how we how we treat our heritage race wise because I know some groups will give you the race of your father, and some will give you the race of your mother. Just depending on which group it is and how their rules are set up. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, obviously, the, some people need to have a box for both. Yeah. Yeah. We got it for gender in, in some places. Well, that's probably one that we don't need. That's what I'm multiple saying. Multiple boxes. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. And teleport, it is a brand new hour. We're thankful that you are here. Uh, find out everything you could possibly ever want to know at rickandbubba.com. Uh, there's so many ways to grab the Rick and Bubba content these days, live or on your own time. And you can find all those different platforms there at rickandbubba.com. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helms and Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here uh, today. And we welcome back Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And thank you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Bubba, it was season 24 on The Bachelor. Uh, the name Madison Pruitt, uh, <laughs> or as her friends call her, Maddie. Uh, she was uh, one of the contestants. Uh, her uh, uh, her story uh, drew a lot of attention. 
it was uh, a bizarro uh, season. I know you're our Bachelor expert, so I'll go to you for some of the details that I may have missed. Well, I don't watch the show, Rick, yeah, but right. I have caught bits and pieces right. of it while my wife was watching. But I will say this. During season 24, I did tune in. Well, and I wanted and, to see how Maddie was doing. Yeah, and, and with a personal connection and somebody mm-hmm. that, uh, that is a friend of the family. Uh, so uh, the book uh, will be coming out on October the 19th. Uh, she has uh, written a book about the experience. Uh, it's called Made for This Moment, Standing Firm with Strength, Grace, and Courage. Uh, now there's opportunities for you to uh, to get the book uh, pre-order uh, by going to show notes today at rickandbubba.com or if you'd like to get the first copies available uh, coming up this Thursday night, 5.30 p.m. Uh, at J&M Bookstore, Auburn University as part of Tip-Off at Tumor's. <coughs> She will be doing a book signing, and you can get a copy of Made for This Moment autograph uh, from Maddie uh, this Thursday night, and that's before it's available to the world, which that happens on October the 19th. Now, any of you can pre-order now by going to show notes if you'd like to get the book. Uh, so uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba, Madison Pruitt. How are you? I am so good and glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. I remember listening to Rick and Bubba going <laughs> to high school every single morning with my mom and dad. So it's it's pretty awesome being here. Well, right. it, it, it was Race a pleasure right. to meet your family. And uh, it was funny because I met you through my son, Hunter, who had invited you guys to come over at the lake. And uh, I, I was just talking about it. We were out on the pontoon boat. We were having fun. And... <laughs> I was asking, uh, and first off, Hunter, he was trying. He said, "You know Maddie," and I said, "How do I know Maddie?" He said, "She's the announcement girl at Church of the Highland. She's always on the video <laughs> yeah, doing the." Yeah. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." So, and, my- uh, and but but we were on the boat, and I was asking you, "What are you going to do?" And you were kind of vague about it, and uh, and you were being vague because you were two days away from headed to <laughs> to L.A. to film The Bachelor. Yep. You were sending me off. You didn't even know it. <laughs> I you didn't were know sending it. me off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The final meal. The things had been launched <laughs> from that pontoon boat. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so, uh, but well, let me let me let's 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 jump into your story now. Here's what I did not know. Um, I, I did not know. I remember now this being mentioned in passing that this was not your TV debut. You had actually debuted on television on The Price Is Right in 2018, <laughs> and you won eight thousand dollars. I did. So what, 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 when did that happen? Okay, well, the crazy part is we show up. We actually had gone. I was with a group of people. We actually had gone to serve at the L.A. Dream Center for the week, and we had one day off, and we were like, let's go do something fun. My mom was like, you know what? I'm going to reserve us some tickets for The Price is Right. I was like, let's do it. I, I love never that really, show, too. I never really watched it. Like, I had heard of it. I never really watched it. Didn't know any of the games or things right. that you do. So we show up. We show up late. They won't let us in. We're like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And the guy was like, well, come back for the next showing. You know, maybe I'll be able to get you in. We come back for the next showing. And I was like, I need to turn up my charm so that I can be one of the four (laughs) that they call out. So I turn up my charm, my southern twang, and they choose me as one of the four. And I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I was fully going off the crowd. Whatever the crowd was yelling at me, I was going with it. And somehow won eight thousand dollars. <laughs> there you are. There you are. Withdrew. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't know that happened. So, so that was your actual debut. So, you know, I, I look back, and, and your mom is here, who does not want to be on the show, but she's going to be. Tanya, I, I just, you know, this this was the twenty fourth season of The Bachelor, so I assume that you both were familiar with the show. Well, the crazy part is, is also like. The Price is Right situation. I had never seen The Bachelor. I had seen bits and pieces. I had been with friends when they were watching it, but I had never seen a full season through. I didn't know 
all of the things that go into it, really even anything other than just like the heart and the concept of it. And so I actually had no idea what I was stepping into when I said <laughs> yes, but I felt led to do it. And I was like, all right, God, let's do this thing. So you did feel that was the question because now that explains it. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you knew about the bachelor, you would have never. Been I would, I not, <laughs> right, right. God knew what he was doing. God was like, "I'm not going to tell you what this thing." Yeah, right. No, so I. You I hadn't had seen no any of those after the rose uh, <laughs> ceremony things the and the interviews, no, yeah, and uh-uh. all that. I had never seen. I think I had seen. It was like one or two episodes of. I think it was Colton season. I think that was the season that I had seen a little bit, and then I think once I knew, I they were interviewing me and calling me to come on the show we watched a little bit of hannah brown season but that was that was pretty much it i really did not know what what it was going to look like or what it was going to be about but i just knew i had a piece about it my family had a piece about it i felt like god was calling me to do it so i said all right god so so how did that i mean how did the process start of i think i need to pray about going on the back (laughs) where where did that come from so when i got a call i remember i was at lifetime fitness here in in birmingham and i was working out and just i got a call from california and i was like who is calling me (laughs) and i step off the treadmill and they're like hey you know this is uh you know blah 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 from abc's the bachelor we want you to come on our show and i was like huh? I think you got the wrong Madison. Like, I don't think this is the girl you're looking for. I just graduated seminary. Like I was doing announcements at the church, like, you know, and so I was not at all in the like headspace of, yeah, I'm going to do this. And so I call my mom right after thinking she's going to be like, no, you're not going on that show. Absolutely not. But instead, like any wise mom should, she was like, you know, let's not close any doors before we pray about it. And I was like, okay, we didn't expect you to say that, but all right. And so over those next few months, uh, we just prayed about it as a family. And I didn't really tell any of my friends. It was it was a very secretive thing. And so it was really just me and God and me and my family just kind of praying through it. And as crazy as it sounds, like we just kept getting sign after sign and having that peace and just having that feeling that that was what I was supposed to do. But it, it does sound a little crazy when you say it out loud. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, did you get – and look – understand because you know this show is you know we, we people say are you, y'all do christian radio if they've never heard of it. i said well we're christians who do radio and and it's very difficult i mean honestly sometimes there's days as people of faith you go it would just be simpler if we were just in christian radio mm-hmm. you know there's so many things you have to step around and sometimes you don't do it very well and sometimes you wish you hadn't gone down that road and but you think well this is an opportunity though for me to talk about my faith in front of people who maybe need to hear it that are not right. going to listen to Christian radio or not going to you know watch TBN or or whatever the case may be but but did you get pushback from fellow Christians when you when you because I'll be honest when I first heard about it, I thought oh poor girl <laughs> I, I don't I don't know about this uh, was there was there people saying man you just shouldn't do this there was a lot of pushback and that was honestly probably the hardest part for me because you know you grow up around people and the church and all of that and you think you know, we support you no matter what. And, you know, you say you're going on something like The Bachelor and people are like, oh, like what? (laughs) You know, they start questioning your integrity, your character, all the things. And, but I understood, I understood where everyone was coming from because I understood, you know, the show was a little bit outside the box, you know, and, and, and the way that Christianity had been depicted in the past, um, hadn't been in its purest form. And so I was like, okay, I know I'm stepping into something where other people are going to agree, disagree, hate me, love me. Like I was going to be kind of a controversial (laughs) 
person. And I just, again, I just had so much peace about it. And it was one of those things where, and, and my mom was there for me for a lot of those moments, but I was like, okay, the Lord is my defender and I can't get so caught up in the approval of people and worry so much about, you know, whether they like me, don't like me, accept me, don't accept me. And what they have to say at the end of the day, I have to give an account to one person and that's God. And I have to be okay with whatever comes along the way. So we'll come back and we'll jump into that, uh, what it was like to actually be there going in, knowing that you, you felt called as this an opportunity for you to live out your faith. You talk about Paul in the marketplace, and you talk about going to Babylon. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I was worried about your dad more than you. <laughs> As you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the first person I thought about. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Our guest uh, for this hour, Madison Pruitt. Uh, from uh, The Bachelor Season 24. Uh, her new book uh, is coming out on October the 19th, Made for This Moment, uh, Standing Firm, Strength, Grace, and Courage. Uh, it'll be available everywhere on October the 19th. You can pre-order now by going to her website that's in show notes, or you can see her in Auburn uh, this Thursday night at JM Bookstore, 5.30 local time, the book signing, and you can meet her in person and get her to autograph a copy of the book. They will have them there. Uh, uh, coming up this Thursday night if you're in that area or you can get there. So uh, when we left and went to the break bubble, we talked about that they had prayed about it. She was going on to The Bachelor as a follower of Christ. Uh, and, uh, and as I, as I, Just going to L.A. Yes, uh, is yeah. enough. Yes, uh, so, so The Bachelor, it is reality TV, but it's not really real. What was it like behind the scenes? You know, what I'll say is – Weirdly enough, the feelings are real. Right. Um, of course, there are cameras in your face and a lot of moving parts. But the crazy part is what I didn't expect was how real the feelings were. And I think that's actually what caught me off guard, you know. And I honestly go into it open hands, not really knowing what to expect, what to think. I'm like, God, you called me to this. <laughs> like, there's someone I need to touch. Had no idea that... It was going to be me and Peter at the finale and that we were going to be faced with the situations we were faced with. Um, But honestly, like God just gave me the, I mean, strength, grace and courage really that I needed throughout that entire time on the show and moments where I was like, I cannot keep going. Like I'm about (laughs) to tap out. I can't keep doing this. And the Lord just continued to be with me through that process and really gave me everything that I needed. When you say the feelings are real, is it more like, um, like we would say a summer relationship or a, a, or a, you know a crush you get at six flags you know what i mean where it's it's real but it but feels, the world around you's not yeah, real right. so it, it kind of moves everything forward but but when monday comes it's all different yeah they put you in a fake world and yeah. maybe that generates <clears throat> fake feelings well i don't i think i would say honestly the the tension for me was because i feel like a lot of people don't really wrestle with this because most people really are kind of just led by their feelings and emotions but as someone who you know is really pursuing jesus and trying to be led by the spirit and by convictions and by values rather than feelings and emotions that was where the tension was because it was constantly like my head and heart kind of in wrestle with one another and my heart was feeling certain things but then my head was constantly like 
does this make sense? What is life outside of this? Do our values align? You know, is he the man that you have prayed for and waited? Like just like constant, just like wrestles kind of like between my head and heart. So I would say that was the hardest part. Um, the feelings are definitely real, but I will say, you know, when you get outside of the the bachelor and you kind of take a step out, um, you know, then it kind of puts things into perspective a little bit. Do, do you ever feel like though that when you're 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 thinking something that God says, no, that's not what I have in mind? Like when He showed you when He showed you her fam- his family, <clears throat> wasn't that the wake up call that no, I probably shouldn't go down this road? <laughs> well, I met the family the very first week that I was there. I actually yeah. got the first one on one date, yeah. and I met his whole family the first week there and loved them. Um, yeah. And we actually had an amazing time. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm the one. Like <laughs> we're gonna get married. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, none of us had any idea of what it was gonna look like later on and how the season was gonna play out. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was funny how the season began and how it ended. <laughs> yeah, it's, but when you think about it from scripture, so we're not supposed to marry people outside the faith. Mm-hmm. Was was that kind of because I saw you wrestle with that on the program? Uh, obviously, that's one of those things you really don't even have to think about. I mean, if he's not of the faith, then he's mm-hmm. not a candidate. Yeah. Uh, but women, a lot of times, and and men to some degree, will will think. But yet, I can, I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we'll I'll, get it together. I'll, yeah, we'll and, get it right. together. Yeah, yeah. And and you see Peter talking about and Paul. If you get in a situation already in the marriage, right. then live out the faith because you may bring that person to faith. But 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 it, but, but if you know they're not of the faith before the marriage, mm-hmm. then that's not a candidate. Yeah. Was that was that in your mind? I think that was in my mind pretty often, but I would say more so towards the end of the show when right. I was really trying to figure out, okay, like what is the next step? When it gets real. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when it gets real because, you know, when you're in the confinement of being on The Bachelor and all of that, I mean, you're, you're evaluating, you're figuring things out. Like, you know, you're kind of exploring the relationship in – you know, the sense of, do we have fun together? Like, do we, you know, kind of have similar vision for our life, all of these things. But then it's like, you know, once it starts getting pretty serious and take, like you're about to take a next step, it's like, okay, do the big things align? Yeah. And can I really see it moving past this point? And that was when I started wrestling and ultimately ended up walking away and leaving the show because I didn't feel like it did fully align. Right. But I did see someone who in him was very hungry for it and yeah. someone who did want that and wanted a relationship with God. Um, I just think he hadn't really had many chances in his life to like fully have that personal mm-hmm. relationship with Christ. And so I I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt of, you know, being able to, like he was really open with me about it. Like I want to get there and I want to sure. be there. Um, there was hope there. Yeah, there was hope. So yeah, I was hopeful, I do, guess. Do you think that uh, ABC presented you fairly? Honestly, I do. I think that that was one of, you know, our biggest prayers is as a family was just for just protection. And I was like, Lord, if I'm stepping into this, like, please, (laughs) please protect me. And honestly, I do. I feel like I, um, for the most part, like my heart, my personality, my faith was portrayed in an, in the correct manner. I think more than anything people, it's the funniest part to me was that most people thought I was like super like shy and like, just like this like sweet little girl from (laughs) Alabama. And I was like, I'm actually pretty feisty and I'm a fireball and a challenger and I'm pretty loud and outspoken. And it's funny because that was, that was like the part that I feel like a lot of people didn't truly get to see, but I feel like for, you know, I mean, you only get so much time on television and there's 30 different people. So I feel like with, you know, what they did show, it was a pretty accurate picture. Did Peter's mom hurt your feelings the way she acted at the end because it hurt my feelings and and i thought my wife was going to go out there and punch her (laughs) i had to talk her down 
Um, I will say, you know, I talk about that a lot actually in the book and kind of run through everything that I faced, you know, in the show, just the hardest moments, the best moments, everything in between. And that's a, a pretty big moment that I, I touch on and just how, you know, I kind of felt in that moment and just what I did after and, and what that looked like. Um, so you have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was telling your mom, she's, she's here with us today, and, and, and I, I, am I okay to say this, this moment where my wife and I were watching and, and, and we looked at each other because it was almost the sign of, of the depravity of the times we're living in when you hear this woman who her son is potentially wanting to marry uh, this, this woman who is committed to her faith and to her sexual purity, and one of the things the woman is mad about is that you won't sleep with her son. And I thought to myself, wow, wow, times have changed. I mean, the, the, we, we've got a mom that is mad about the fact that you won't compromise your sexual purity with her son. And I thought to myself, wow, that really is a, it's almost like a slogan where you look and say, if you could put today's society in just a little, a little nutshell, there it is. And uh, that, 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 my, how th- things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> so are you still friends with most of the girls that I, are on the I show? I am. I'm friends with all the girls. And, uh, Hannah Ann, y'all yep. are tight. Hannah Ann, Peter and I are good. Kelly and I are good. You I talk really to have... Peter? No, but I mean, I'm good with everyone. You know what the I way mean? It I'm ended. not like calling You don't miss Peter. Answers. I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your phone calls for Maddie, and we'll keep talking with her right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Madison Pruitt is our guest from The Bachelor Season 24. Uh, Her book is coming out October the 19th, Made for This Moment. Standing firm with strength, grace, and courage. Uh, you can get it pre-order by going to rickandbubba.com right now, looking in show notes, or you can go meet uh, Maddie in person in Auburn, Alabama, this Thursday night, 530, J&M Bookstore, part of Tip-Off at Tumors. Uh, that'll be happening, too. She'll be signing a copy. So the, the first hard copies of the book that you can get uh, will be available coming up this Thursday night at 5.30 local time there at Auburn University at J&M Bookstore uh, there downtown. So you can go by and see Maddie and, uh, and meet her and get a copy. Uh, everybody can get it on October the 19th, but anybody can pre-order now. Uh, so we, we got some folks who want to talk to you on the phone, but you, you were talking about um, uh, your experience uh, on the program and, and what it taught you. So it, it's all behind you now. You were there. And, and what were the things that you learned? I learned so much. I feel like one of the biggest things, you know, I knew that God was going to use it in a big way. I didn't even realize how big it was going to be for me personally and just the the ways that he was going to teach me kind of internally. And, you know, my my book called Made for This Moment, Standing Firm in Strength, Grace and Courage. I feel like those three words were redefined for me. You know, I kind of came in thinking strength was, you know, being perfect, having it all together, being ready for anything. And I learned that when you know, I'm the strongest is when Christ is the strongest through me. So really my weakest moments was when he really stepped in and showed himself and got the glory from it. And, you know, grace to keep going when you feel like you can't and grace also for an environment and a people and a generation um, that just desperately needs Jesus and courage, knowing when to speak, 
when to be silent, knowing when to stand up, when to back down, and having that coupled with wisdom, um, I think was was something that I learned. And just knowing that we were made on purpose and for a purpose, that each and every single person, you know, has something beautiful to offer this world, and God has big plans for us. And so that was kind of the heart behind the book. And the verse was the verse in Esther, Esther four fourteen, for maybe you've been called to your royal position for such a time as this, and really taking that phrase and thinking about the modern world today and what's the modern modern way of saying for such a time as this. And that was when we came up with as a team made for this moment. And so I am so pumped about this message and what I feel like God is is going to speak to so many people who, you know, every single day they're asking themselves like, is this all there is? Like, why am I even here? You right. know, and laying themselves down, laying their heads down at night, you know, wondering like, is there more to life than what I'm facing? Um, so I, I wrote this book with them in mind and I'm super excited for everyone to get a chance to read it. Well done. To the phones we go. Lauren, standing by in Gadsden, where the show began. Gadsden. Uh, listen to us on Z93. Lauren, you're on uh, with Madison Pruitt. Go ahead. Hey, Madison. Um, first, I just want to say, like, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, I, I watch the show, have watched the show for many years. Um, I definitely believe, like, that I'm so proud of you for what you did um, going on the show and standing up for what you believe in. Um, in the times that we live in, like you've mentioned several, you know, times on the show this morning, like the way that the world is and everything, you just kind of shed a light on like a different way of life and a different way to live. And I think for young girls, even girls my age, it's such an important thing to see um, because, you know, we do live in a time where that isn't the most popular thing. And I think that you shedding the light like you did, um, I know that Jesus himself is just super proud of you for what you've done. And I'm super proud, like, you know, to have watched the show with you on there. It just kind of turned things around and gave people a way to, you know, have that positive light and know that, like, it's okay to, you know, to walk the, you know, narrow path, as they say. Thanks for the call. Yeah, and, uh, thank you so much, Lauren. And that really means a lot. And I just want to say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for your perspective and your heart and the way that God is has been using you and will continue to use you. And thank you so much for your words. That really, truly means a lot. Carolina, also out of the great state of Alabama. Carolina, you're on with Madison. Go ahead. Carolina? Caroline? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Caroline, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say, kind of like the last caller, I'm just super proud of you for using the Holy Spirit and that the way he guided you throughout this whole experience. And... I know for sure that you had a huge impact on Peter and then young girls throughout the nation that watched the show. Um, and also Victoria, I follow you all on Instagram. I saw that she was recently baptized and got saved. And I know without a doubt that was from your influence and then you allowing the Lord move through you. So just like the last caller, I'm just super proud and excited to see what God is going to do through you. Yeah, Sean, so, so I didn't know about that. So there was an update on somebody that was involved that, uh, that is, uh, profess their faith now. Yeah, and I and I think it just goes back to thank you Caroline for your words. Um and and you know, I think it just goes back to man, God can use anyone, anywhere, oh, yeah. anything. And that's why we can't place God in a box. That's just how big he is. So I love that. Thank you Caroline for yeah. that. Uh let's go to Steve in Alabama. Steve, go ahead. Hey, this is Steve Bass. I was Maddie's youth pastor back in middle school and wow. uh, I am um when one of your youth kids goes on The Bachelor, you're not really uh, yeah. super fond of that. That's yeah. just played out. 
Yeah. But I just got to tell you, Maddie, we are so proud of you because I know so many of my teenage girls were watching that show uh, and uh, the way that you gave them an example that this is actually possible is mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful for that, that somebody is just leading the way saying, no, 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 this is actually something that you can do. You can, um, you know, live for Christ in this world and this culture that is so far beyond that. So we love you, girl. We're so proud of you. Thank you for what you do. Steve, I, I just got to say, because I've, I've had the, the pleasure of, of, of ministering to and working with a lot of youth pastors over the years, and I know what a tough, tough call that is. And and you get to the point sometimes where you think, are any of them listening? Are, are any of them applying it? You know, I had a youth pastor tell me one time, especially when social media started, he said, this is the life of the youth pastor. You're crying with a person at the altar the, on, on Thursday night or Wednesday night. He goes, and you feel great about it. And then over the weekend, you look on social media, and they're drunk out of their minds, and you're like, what in the world is going on? And, and so to, to, to see that you're right. Of course, you know, Christ always, I mean, the Bible tells us it'll be a remnant, and I don't know why sometimes we're surprised by that. But I'm, I'm seeing that there's younger people, and I think some of the examples that, that Maddie showed, that are looking at, at the idiots that we all were, and they're thinking, well, the choices y'all made seem to have led to a lot of disaster, and maybe that's not the way to live. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's across the board, but there is this remnant of young people right now that are making these commitments about their purity, and they're making their commitments about, you know what, I've, I've, I've weighed all the world options, uh, and, uh, and the gospel is really the only one that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're starting yeah. to be drawn to it. And I'm not saying by in large numbers, but I'm just talking about when we were growing up, I didn't know anybody that was devout, and everybody went to church. Uh, but now, uh, you know, not as many, not as many people go to church and there seems to be some that are more devout. <laughs> That's a great point. And, yeah. and thank you, Steve. I miss you guys. I hope you guys are doing well. And that was so encouraging to hear. And, you know, I think it's, it's interesting cause I've met so many different people, people who have absolutely everything, you know, everything the world says is, is good. Everything the world says you should strive for, you should have, this is what makes you cool, cool, famous, popular. And I've met some of those people and it's like they have everything, money, followers, fame, but they're so broken and empty and hungry and they're still searching. And I think it's just a testament to God is the only one that can sustain and that can fulfill us. And so I think it always goes back to that. You know, you gain the whole world, but lose your soul. Yeah. Maddie, you you were talking about too. Amen. Just when you're you're pushed into that limelight, not only just the people and the attention, but you had celebrities that were then writing about you, quoting mm. you, putting you yeah. in their uh, in their social media, and then you meet some of them. I mean, that had to be really strange. Yeah, the fame part of it was that weird. You know, I I mean, I think really the best way to describe it is truly God gave me so much grace just through that season because there were so many moments where it was so overwhelming that I feel like if you weren't in the right headspace, literally thinking from the perspective of this life is not about me, then I feel like certain things could get to your head. Like I could have easily, you know, been just so cocky and, you know, whatever, or I could have listened to all the negative things people were saying and just had no confidence and been so insecure and feel defeated 24-7. 
And so I think for me, it was like, okay, anything that comes with this journey, it's all, how can I point back to Christ? Like, how can I make this about God? And just really living with that perspective of Acts 2024, this life is not about me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. That's why I'm here. So it doesn't really matter who's talking about me, good or bad. I honestly tried my best to tune out everything because I didn't want a big head or low self-esteem. So I was like, I, I'm just going to run my race and you know, whoever's for me, great. Whoever's against me, fine. Like God is my sustainer defender and he's, you know, paving a way for me. And I think that's really the best way to live. No matter, you know, whether you are, you know, in a situation where everyone's looking at you or you feel like you're in a hidden season, like whatever season of life you're in, you know, li- living with that perspective of this life is not about me. It's so much bigger than me. Uh, I love that Acts twenty twenty four. One of my favorite verses. I consider my life of no value mm-hmm. if I do not complete what God's called me to. Yeah. Uh, Madison Pruitt, there she is, uh, and you can get the book, uh, pre-order it uh, on Amazon or her website. You can find the, the link to her website in show notes, or you can go see her this Thursday night in Auburn at J and M Bookstore. She'll be there signing copies of Made for This Moment: Strength, Grace, and Courage. Uh, standing firm with those three principles. Uh, so uh, get your book uh, today or go see her Thursday and all. Thank you. We'll Rick be back. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Nine minutes now. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. GoodRx.com slash Bubba. Teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show to... uh, uh, to point you to an opportunity to save up to eighty percent on the prescriptions that you uh, that you need, you know whatever you know, whatever your situation is, there's some prescriptions that you, uh, I mean you're ne- you're going to take your entire life, and you're like, well, you know what, I need these for quality of life, but uh, how about they're so expensive, I don't know that I can afford them. Uh, well, why don't you go to GoodRx.com/bubba because your health care and the things you need should not be so expensive you can't even use them. Uh, so uh, why don't you go to goodrx.com slash Bubba right now, and you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at every pharmacy in your neighborhood, and as I said, save up to 80%. Now, 80%. Now, this is not insurance, uh, but but many times it, it will give you a better deal than even your insurance or, or Medicaid. Uh, so go to goodrx.com slash Bubba, uh, and like I say, oftentimes uh, even better than Medicare. Uh, many times um, it's it's uh, less expensive than the copay. Uh, so uh, try it out, goodrx.com slash Bubba. It doesn't cost you anything to, to use this uh, and find out how you can save uh, by, by checking uh, the prices at every single pharmacy in your neighborhood. And all the big names are represented there, goodrx.com slash Bubba. So uh, Madison uh, Pruitt on the program, I uh, thought she did a great job. Yeah, Got, she that, did. that was, um, you yeah. know, for – uh, we only had three segments, and I think we get we hit all the high points there, and and uh, and good to hear from some of you out there as well. Yeah, I just can't imagine being thrown into the spotlight like she was. I mean, like we were talking about, you kind of ramp up most of the time, uh, but when you go out there, I mean, week number one, you know, you're being your whole background, everything about you is spotlighted by 
you know, these news magazines and, uh, you know, you're on e-news and, and Access Hollywood. And, wow, you're just right in the middle of it real quick. I mean, it goes from zero to 60 fast. Yeah, it is. And, you know, hearing, and her mom was here too, and, and just watching because, you know, the first reaction I think any of us have, um, if you know anything about that show, was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I really did think that because I thought they would take her and edit it. And, you know, they want to create characters. They're doing a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got a show to do. And they're, they're not, they're not really worried about yeah. romance and people's no. lives. They got a TV show to do. Uh, the integrity of someone's faith. They don't right, care. Right. Uh, and so what, what you're thinking about is, and let's face it, the world doesn't exactly, there's not a lot of worldly platforms that go, I think today we're going to make Christianity look good. Uh, that's really not what they normally do. And uh, but uh, I think what she was talking about, as long as you don't give them anything to work with, there's only so much they can do with. You. Right. You know, no, if, I think if, that's if it, the key. Yeah, not, it, not being regretful. And, yeah. you know, when something happens, you, you move forward and uh, you try to work around it. But uh, mm-hmm. I thought she did a great job. Yeah. And, and she's young. And like I've, um, I, w- I was talking with uh, and, and I think this is it. Uh, certainly a lot, uh, a lot there. But but the um, uh, I was talking about. Um, uh, my youngest, uh, and I was, when he was getting the opportunity to work for this church. And so they were talking to me and say, Hey, what do you think? And I said, well, here's what I tell you. Um, um, I'm, I think he's solid in his faith and, and there, and I, I like the way that he's living his life, but he's, he, at the time 19, I said, he, he's only 19. So what, what he can do is maximize his 19ness. But but a nineteen year old can never be a forty year old, you know, and that and that kind of stuff. That's right. That's and right. I and so, but the good news is, you know, like all of us, you know, she's learning, and and our our faith is uh, we're going through the sanctification process. And like she said, she learned a lot even about this. Uh, and uh, it was one of those things. It, it was so interesting. And I told her mom this, and and hopefully, you know, like all of us, the goal is to finish well. Uh, and very few people do, by the way. Uh, and uh, so. Um, I was I was thinking um, about I was coming this morning and I told Bubba this just randomly I decided to go check out Adrian Rogers and I I used to listen to him coming into work just about every day and then I lost the the source that provided that it wasn't available to me anymore but now through the world of podcasts uh, you can go to Adrian Rogers podcasts and uh, you know um, uh, a love worth finding his his ministry and uh, you can listen to you know they set up series and I kid you not on the way in today he was doing a series. Uh, where he said, you know, a faith that, that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted. Right. Mm. Uh, and, I mean, that was that was his message today, and I thought, uh, wow. Uh, and uh, wow. so, so that, uh, that, that, was, uh, that was interesting hearing that on the way in. So, uh, so anyway, uh, we, uh, we hope that um, she certainly has uh, made impact, and her mom was telling us they were young women that watched her on the show that made a profession of faith just by watching her live it out because I think sometimes these standards that, that God calls us to, he never calls us to a standard that he himself does not have the power to enable you to accomplish. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you try to do it by your own strength. And it was one of these things that, uh, that Sherry and I were talking about some of the things that we learned and, and both of us, you know, have, are, are go-getters and things like that. But we realized that, um, and it was the book, the Calvary road by Roy Hessian. I, I would, I would suggest that everybody read that. And it's a short book, doesn't take long. Uh, it's from the 50s. And one of the things that he, he talks about is every revival that has ever happened with a, a church, uh, a community, or an individual, revival is always stopped by the same thing, sin. And so one of the points he made is when you're going through the sanctification process, and this is one of the things that God taught, taught Sherry and me, 
is there is actually a sin of self-reliance. You know, I, I, I'm so self-reliant, and, and I, I, I can do anything by my own strength, and I can do this, and I can do that. And you can get to the point where your self-reliance, it leaves being a responsible person, and now it's become sinful because you're trying to even do the things that God's called you do, to do by your own strength. Right. And, and eventually God will say, well, I can fix that for you. <laughs> uh, and, and he'll break you down and say, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to be sure you're relying on me. Uh, and, he's, he's, he, and, and he loves us enough to do that. And, uh, so, uh, and she talked about that, that she, she realized she got put in a position that if, if there's not some supernatural help right here, I'm not going to pull this off. And, yeah. um, and so um, I thought uh, the, the way she's handling herself right now is really good. And yeah. the things she said were, were uh, worth listening to, and I, it sounds like that the book um, will walk through that. So, so, so good for them, and, and certainly keep continuing to cover her in prayer because anytime anybody goes out there, speaking from experience here on the show, and you publicly try to say, oh, yeah. I, I will be in this world and I will declare uh, my faith publicly and stand by it, uh, then, then that always brings persecution. And frankly, if it doesn't, you're probably not doing it right. Yeah. And, and According two, to Scripture. I, I think one of the, one of the backgrounds of this success story, too, she's got great parents, Tanya and Chad, well, people yeah. that know them, sure. know what I'm talking about. They're, they're, uh, they're really fine folks, and uh, we're just happy for them. I'm glad the whole crew's doing good. Yeah, all right, so we'll, we'll come back. Uh, we'll jump into the next hour, and uh, we got other things to cover on the program today. You know, we were thinking about, you know, boy, would it, but we didn't want to waste a segment yeah. of everything we were talking about. But, man, if she could have spun the wheel of meat. Yeah. I know. I know. She but, did say it was on a bucket list. She'd I know. come back. But, I mean, the things that she was saying, I mean, you, you really don't want to waste a segment on, on <laughs> no, the wheel of meat. No. And I hate to say waste. Right. Yeah, love you know what I mean. You yeah. had to prioritize. Henry yeah. the horse wanted to meet her. But, yeah. and, and this show's been full of That's... transitions that no one else would do. I didn't know how to make that transition. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And we will go phone calls to start the hour on any topic that you would like to talk about. So uh, dial us up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl gets you lined up and ready to go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here today. Uh, also coming up, uh, the Wednesday Bible Study returns to the YouTube channel today. Live at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, and um, and then um, it'll be archived soon after, and there'll be a link put on all of our social media platforms. So if you want to join us, uh, you can get in right now. Also, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, October the 17th, I am fired up to be speaking to the Pine Belt Baptist Association. Uh, what an honor to be invited to come and speak to, I think there's over 50 churches in that association, and I can't wait to be there and bring the message. We'll have all the stuff from themanchurch.com for any of the churches that would like to implement the men's discipleship strategy and join uh, churches all over the country and around the world uh, that are doing that uh, from themanchurch.com. And then coming up on October the 24th, speaking of Man Church, I'll be doing a Man Church at Mangum Baptist Church in Mangum, Louisiana. Uh, they are doing the men's discipleship strategy right now. Uh, and I'll be there for one of their man church services. That's part of the high challenge. And then they'll continue in the curriculum uh, that is called uh, the, the high equipping part of it. We provide 40-week curriculums uh, for your men to go through throughout the year. Uh, and now we even often uh, offer, uh, if you'd like for me to do the kickoff message for you, but uh, uh, we can't quite pull the dates off to get me there in person. 
We now have a Man Church kickoff package right now that gets you a video of me doing a kickoff package and uh, you know laying uh, laying out how the strategy works, giving that first high challenge message, uh, and then you also get a promotional video in there to promote when you're going to kick it off, and and we get you some logos and some social media stuff. Uh, it's a complete kickoff package, and it's available too at themanchurch.com. And then coming up October the 28th, uh, it's the 13th annual, and I just feel weird calling it the Summer Slam, but. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it's, it's the a very big, late summer. It's slam, the very right? late yeah, summer very slam late. tennis tournament that you can find out about that by going to rickandbubba.com. All the details are there. Uh, we go to the phones. Uh, you can join us at eight six six. We be big. Thank O'Reilly Auto O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Uh, Case gets us started, and he's out of the great state of Indiana. Case, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Fired up and ready. Hey, uh, kickoff hour, Speedy was talking about his trip to Huntsville, and uh, I think he dropped a little info that he omitted when he was telling you guys. Uh, Before he made his 45-minute detour, he mentioned he had a credit card Mm. that he did not want to use. Yeah. Hmm? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what he's saying is, and this is a great point that we didn't bring up in the kickoff hour. So you said you did tell us in the kickoff hour you had a credit card with you, but you wanted to go back and get your checking uh, check card. Yeah, debit card, which I use every day. So people are emailing going, so Speedy is so cheap, he didn't want to pay the interest (laughs) on the purchase of the. See, I don't believe I would have turned around and gone back if I had anything that would charge. It wasn't about about that. It wasn't about that purchase. It was about the fact I, I could, it could be a quick trip. Or depending on the results of my dad's doctor's appointment, I could be there for days, and I didn't want to be gone without my debit card. I just I wanted to have it because in case you had to stay long term. In case I had to stay long term, yes, exactly. Credit card is still charged though. It will. I, I, it's the interest part is what people. Well, no, know. well, it had nothing to do with it. You were afraid Dave Ramsey was going to find out no, about it. No, of course, you just, probably. Look, I want everybody to get off hey, speedy. He's a good guy. You probably would have paid. He's my friend. A little cheap, but a great guy. He's my friend. Get off of speedy. Do want to point this out? The interest would. Have been paid based off the gas you used to go back home and back. Yeah, too. Sure. yeah, because well, there's expense to everything. We, we all have balance sheet. We balance all have sheet. a system. I know what you use and what I, I just go through my debit card. I know I could have used a credit card. I get that. I probably could have just mm-hmm. done that and gone online and paid it. Sure. Never even had any interest right, on it. Right. But I just my first instinct was a little clean go, to the debit card. Go get yeah. my debit card because I, think I, I could be gone. I could be gone for days. <laughs> You know, because it's all coming from the same place, credit card, debit card. It's all coming from yeah. from my, the account. I so. hate to say this, and I said it in the break to Speedy. 40 and minutes I, is a lot of gas. And, 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 I, I, and I, I had time. I know when you oppose Dave Ramsey, it's it's, it's forbidden. Yeah. Right? And I understand right. that. Yeah, But I, I will say this, and I don't know if Dave talks about this now because I haven't heard his show in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Because right. I, because I know he's right, but I yeah. won't do it. Yeah, Rick, I right. try not to list the things that are going to step on my toes. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> as much as I mean, you come out and Sunday, you're that way. You hate to be that way on Monday through Friday. Right, but, right. but when, but when <laughs> I need a little time to breathe. When Dave says don't have a, a credit card at all, mm-hmm. and at one time I think that's 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. The reason why I use American Express because I have to pay it off every 30 days. That's one reason, and I know it's not free. I still pay a fee every year. Right, but because if 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 someone steals my American Express card, I'm out nothing. Uh, they they don't charge me for that. If somebody steals my debit card. Or my identity and yeah. starts coming out of my checking account, 
then I'm in a bind. Yeah. And uh, so well, it, it's it's a circuit breaker too because yeah, it's right. not gone, and you, you you know you have a chance to at least look at it and because uh, identity theft right. wasn't that big a deal and most when of the Dave credit first cards, started handing out his advice. Yeah, most of the credit cards give you some type of protection against somebody stealing it. So right. That's good. Your debit card doesn't. Hmm. No, 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 because it could be gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the banks. They do. Cover some We've of had that. that. They yeah. do. They usually yeah. cover it, yeah, I've, depending I've on the too. bank. But yeah. But now they got you. They're, but well, now they're now they not checking the account. That's see, different. Yeah, but it's gone. Yeah. And, and you got to go through right. that process yeah. to get it back. Where yeah. the other, you have a chance you to, to, to dispute it until it. Yeah, it comes around. Yeah. Keith is in you know, Missouri. I, I had a I had American Express one time a long time ago. Got rid of it, and then I was going to get one again about a year ago. And I got turned down for the thing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Do what? I and, didn't and, know they're, that. and they're giving them to college kids everywhere. Uh, I like mine. I, mine works quite smooth. Uh, it's worth the fee that I pay on it. Sorry, Dave. If you Keith, could just find figure out how to get in that portal, you'd be in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that, too. They don't ask me to get in a portal. <laughs> Keith in Missouri. By, like by, the way, by the way, I tried I the portal it. yesterday. It didn't work like y'all said it did. <clears throat> uh, Keith in Missouri, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Working land and feeding the world this morning. Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, on the VEX mandate, since so many good people are having to choose whether to keep a job or take the vaccination, they're getting fired from the job, which I think is crazy. Yeah. But has the Supreme Court decided to hear this? And if they have, should they even hear this argument? Oh, the Supreme Court has already spoken on it that an employer has the ability to dictate those terms to employees unless something has changed and I've missed it. Or it actually was a federal court and then they would not overturn it. So that is the standing law right now. If you work for somebody, you have to meet their requirements for employment or quit. That's your choice. Now, yeah. I don't necessarily – I understand that a lot of people don't agree with that, and I understand that sentiment, but I'm just telling you that's where the law is right now. Right, and 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 then the convenient part is that the, is all these places that mandate it, you sign something to hold them harmless if the vaccine goes bad on you. <laughs> uh, Matt in Alabama. Matt, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, I got a question for Hell, a comment for Hell's me, I guess. Uh, I live in a neighborhood where golf carts run all over the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a, an incident uh, that a, a small child stepped off of a roundabout mm-hmm. uh, right, beside, right beside the playground and was actually clipped by a person riding on the back of a golf cart. Um, so I just wanted to know what your thoughts about that were. Yeah, it's day. Look, we talked about this in the kickoff hour yeah. where we pick up carpool every day. We've gone to this, and I know other neighborhoods. Obviously, this guy's mentioning one, but there's a there's a thing going on now. We can, we got to pick up our our kid in a sharp golf cart. Right. We can't just come in a car. Right. We we got to be sharp. <laughs> yeah. We got to have we. Hey, look at me and my golf cart. Right. Yeah. Got me and you customized golf cart. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't just. And, and here's the thing: they all get their kids, and nobody's buckled in. There's right. nowhere to buckle in. You know why? I'm in a sharp golf cart. Right. And then I go and I go in the middle of the road with cars, and you, I won't get over. I won't wave you by. No. I own the road. Look at me. Here I am. It's almost like car. somebody picking up their kids in a tractor. Yes. And, and, and then yeah. they and they through your neighborhood, and you can't get around them. Yeah. Yeah. You ever got behind a tractor? That's a great feeling. Hey, Green and if you missed acres. it, if you miss me in my golf cart at carpool. I'll have it on Instagram later today. <laughs> Hams, I take it you don't have a golf cart. Mm. No, I, why would why, Bubba? I have cars. I have vehicles. Right. That, that's what we're supposed to be on the road with. Right, right. I, I don't. I understand the concept. No need for it. Yeah, I understand the concept of 
we're going to trick or treat in one in the neighborhood. There you now, go. I'm, uh, a, I'm a golf cart ride in the neighborhood guy. Yeah, this but I'm is talking a about daily but deal I, with carpool. But I, but I observe the law yeah. and I stay out of the car's way because you know what, a car's going to win. Yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah. I let them have the road. Yeah, you got to get out of the way. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, 21 Rick and minutes I past the hour. Rick and, Rick and Bubba show. Rick Thank you for being with us. All right, so let's, uh, let's unpack the ongoing whistleblower Facebook. You know, I'm trying to figure out if on this deal we are being, uh, we're being coaxed into a trap. I- I'm not sure. Um, it's like I don't know how to feel about this because uh, did, uh, isn't Zuckerberg coming out now and agreeing that there needs to be the go- government? Well, I'm, I'm just a little well, bit, little bit. Rick, so, this so, is this is one of those things where tell me about it. Where you got caught for speeding and you you say we need more law enforcement officers watching right. for speeding, mm-hmm. even though you just got caught in it. This this lady. She was on 60 Minutes Sunday. Right. And then she went to testify before Congress. Right. Basically said everything that is in that documentary, uh, Public Dilemma. Is it Public Dilemma? What was the name of that Social movie? Dilemma. Social Dilemma. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, Feels so good to remember something. On how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not just me, right? No, no, no. Okay. No. How, you wouldn't believe the things I'm grasping for daily. How that. Uh, <laughs> That the social media platforms, when when it first started, we protected them. We wanted them to grow. We we gave them tax breaks. We gave them legal protection. And we wanted this new social media internet world to flourish and to get its own feet. But somewhere in that, as it grew, Rick, it became a monster. Yeah. And it turned full Frankenstein, and no one ever pulled the switch to kill the, the power going to it. So now we have these monsters that have they decide who gets free speech and who doesn't. Right. They can take you down. They can yeah. pull you down. Yeah, they sure. can, we have a former president that can't be on social media. I mean, it's ridiculous. Whether you like him, dislike that him, whatever odd. he said, but yet we have people like the Taliban on and, it's, and it's the Iranians. So, I mean, it's, so they are deciding whose speech gets out and who, who doesn't. So. She came forward to say, look, they have internal information. They know what's going on. They know it's harming people. They know it is making militants out of people politically, left and right, to the far ends of the scale. But they're still doing it because they're making money, and it keeps people online. The anger keeps people online, keeps you scrolling. And... She's basically being a whistleblower on this. Bubba, I have seen it change the dynamic of our phone callers. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, we have seen the results of this. I mean, the callers, some of them, if you don't line up, um, like I say, if you don't get on team, whatever, like I say, if you, if you cast a vote for Trump, not Biden, then you're assigned all these things. And if you, and, and if you don't adhere to every one of them the way the mob wants you to, because they're in this capsule of information that they can't believe we don't feel the same way they do about it. Right. They think you must be insane. Because but, they're but, not but, getting because, anything to no, exercise critical thinking. No critical thinking. And she is explaining this. And she not only that, she snuck out 
thousands of pages of documents to back up her claims. Right. And Facebook, you know, they come out, and then yesterday they said, well, you know, this person really didn't know. She wasn't in on the inner circles, and she's making some of this up Mm -hmm. and reading things into it. But, you know, the concept, we agree we need to be regulated. So, again, I think they're doing this to save face and to say, yeah, and probably uh, Zuckerberg and some of the rest of them have their own idea of how they would be regulated by puppets that they could change however they wanted to. And then, Rick, that gives them cover right? because we're being regulated. So now we can't be accused of doing anything. So, you know, they have got so big, so much money, and I don't mean a little bit. I mean billions and billions of dollars. Their lobbying effort in Congress is unmatched. And and they've got so big and become so much a monster, their tentacles are in everything. We don't have free speech. Mm. You can't sue them. They're not a platform. They're not a publisher. They're somewhere in between, and they get the protection of both, which yeah. is absolutely absurd. Yeah, well, you know, Adler's been watching even what's happening on this show. They, they, they're they making it more and more difficult. I had somebody even reach out to me. Uh, Adler, I meant to tell you this, saying, hey, um, I normally just get an alert uh, that uh, that there's a new Bible study. or I, I usually get an alert that there's a new video that y'all posted for Rick and Bubba, and I'm not getting those anymore. You know, now that you know, you can still get our stuff, but they don't let you just get alerts and and it be part of your stream. You you have to say, I will now make the effort to go find it. And these kind of things, they have control over. And and she says that that Zuckerberg in her her testimony before Congress is only accountable to himself. So yeah, if, well, if, yeah, who else? Who's going to say anything to him? And, and the fact that his haircut looks like a Caesar that makes us all feel weird. Well, and Rick, there's about three people in charge of all of this. And they all got bad haircuts, and there's no regulation at all. You know, Greg, you pointed to something years ago. It, it really, if someone has a tremendous amount of power and access to a tremendous amount of money, but they have a terrible haircut, be leery of them. Be leery. There, there's because, several because people. They, they, because they could do something about it, and they don't. They don't. There's several people fall under that category. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know the owner of the uh, the L- Las Vegas Raiders is one of them. Yeah, that's uh, the most bizarre haircut. I've I don't even seen. know what to say. Zuckerberg about is one of them. Uh, Dorsey over at uh, Twitter is one of them. Or what's he? Twitter, Instagram. What's he? he's Twitter? Isn't Kim he? Jong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's been a long standing. Yeah. So hey, they handed that down for generations. Yes. Yes. So, uh, but but I don't tell me what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do. Is it Briar Rabbit? You know who said, "Please don't throw me in in the the the, the, the sticker bushes." Yeah. Don't throw me in the Briar. Patch. No Briar Rabbit. That was it. Yeah, uh, so that's I mean? where you wanted to be. Hey, Bubba, yeah. see what I'm talking about? So anyway, um, but, but, he, but, but he is saying that he agrees there needs to be. Well, Rick, again, this is the part where I really have faith in what she's saying, the whistleblower mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg is saying this. I think that's the paper tiger you got to watch out yeah. for. Adler? Uh, yeah, as things get crazier and people start locking things down, I had a buddy of mine post a quote on Instagram from C.S. Lewis, but the it wasn't like the exact right quote from C.S. Lewis, and his post was marked as misinformation. It's crazy what, what is getting marked as misinformation now and the limiting of free speech that's going on. Uh, so that being said, I, I was uh, starting to do some research into Rumble and some other platforms like that that will allow us to go live as well in case a YouTube clampdown uh, happens because I've seen it happen to some other channels here recently that yeah. have very n- not very egregious you know, uh, violations, so to speak. 
Um, so know that we are looking into those options and so that if the clamp done, does happen on YouTube, we can go live elsewhere and other places. And hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm looking at once we make the big move in the studio, uh, being able to simultaneously be on several different platforms at the oh, same good. time so that people can look good. wherever they want to look. Yeah, that, that'll be helpful because if you don't have options, then they can do with you whatever they want. Right. And you say, well, what do you guys have to worry about? I got news for you. Our worldview mm. at one time was not considered to be anything dangerous. Yeah. But you hear the little drop we play. We've got a we're that's a tongue in cheek drop, but it's becoming less and less funny yeah. as time goes on. Oh, that, Rick, that, that no. people consider us to be dangerous. Rick, people who are going to school board meetings and standing up oh, and yeah. saying, I don't want critical race theory taught because this is ridiculous. Right. It's just it's just manufactured racism, okay? Or whatever their their sure. dispute is, yeah. are now being put on terror lists. <laughs> Bubba. And, and do you realize too oh, that the one word um, uh, what what's the I, I'll find you the story, but basically, there's been more and more things that if you search for it online, it's a it's a, a particular name or a telephone number, you will automatically go to the FBI and be flagged. Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. SimplySafeBubba.com. 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or small business. Uh, if you don't have uh, the Simply Safe Bubba system, uh, it's time to make that move. Uh, our favorite security company just launched a new wireless outdoor security camera which is fantastic you need to be able to see what's going on outside uh the outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features that you want and that you need uh to help keep your uh, you and your family and everything that's important to you safe now this uh, it has ultra wide 140 degree field of view 1080 uh p and hd resolution and it has the eight you can zoom eight times uh to to get a big picture it also has a built-in spotlight and also a color night vision, so you can keep an eye on what's going on outside day or night. So if you'd like to, to add that to your security system, we'll give you 20% off the entire new system. Plus, your first month of monitoring will be free when you enroll in the interactive monitoring. So you can do this at simplysafebubba.com. Uh, we also have provided a link at rickandbubba.com right there under the sponsors. Uh, all right, so we'll hit a couple of things. Let's start with James in Louisiana. James, uh, I think we had this story yesterday or day before, and we never got to it. James, go ahead. Yeah, I, you guys were talking about the vaccine mandates and that the Supreme Court had ruled that, yeah, you can mandate that. There is a health system in Louisiana, Auctioners, has decided to uh, or has proposed that they're going to be fining uh, employees if their spouses don't get vaccinated, and I think that's just kind of getting outside of somebody's lane a little bit. Yeah, yeah we're getting in Looneyville now. I, I mean, I, we had that story. I couldn't believe it when we saw it uh, because, you know, we're, we're leaving the planet now. Now now we're getting in, in just bizarro. Uh, finding employees if their spouses are not fully vaccinated, and, and here's the thing that gets you, and, Bubba, you've mentioned this a few times. If we were dealing with the bubonic plague, that like you know, hey, when you get it, it's over. Now, now we just start getting your arrangements together. We 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 know it's over, 
and people are dying in the you know fifty percentile, you know fifty yeah. percent of people. Yeah, and if other, you're talking about fifty, forty, twenty five percent, it's a whole different. Do argument. you realize that we are acting like that <clears throat> that people who are unvaccinated are lepers? Uh, it, it, we don't even know, and we don't ask the question. If you have, uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, we we got this one. Um, uh, I forgot who I saw. Uh, it was oh, I'll tell you, it was it was uh, Rand Paul who who put out. Um, you know, now Pfizer is coming out, and uh, they are admitting that natural antibodies probably protect you as well as their vaccine. So you know, this is it's almost well, I like think, I think that was a uh, a hidden. Uh, camera deal that one of the scientists had admitted that off the record yeah. but it was veritas. That, that, that is the yeah. truth project veritas yeah i think they were involved so yeah they were you're right uh it, but but the thing that i the thing about it is though we're acting like if someone is unvaccinated first of all we have no idea uh, whether they have natural antibodies or not if they do there's no proof that they're any more dangerous to you than someone who's fully vaccinated now none and uh, and and then even if the person isn't vaccinated and they haven't had it the odds of them getting it, giving it to the person that works for you, and then that person bringing it into the workplace and killing people, the odds of that are tiny. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when, when you're going to find people and fire people, you need to be doing that over something that is so dangerous that, that, it, that it calls for it. That these things should only – I mean, mm-hmm. we're nowhere near in that situation. So that is why – a lot of people think, and I think rightfully so, it really isn't about the pandemic. It really isn't. This, this is all about people in, a, in, a, in a, a, a time of opportunity grabbing power yep. wherever they can grab it. Grab some turf. Yeah, and uh, because, you know, it's a, like I said, we're living in a fake world. I mean, I, I even know, and look, it could spike back up again. I, I understand that, but I know even like where we live, because you know, Alabama, we were all supposed to die. Uh, we weren't vaccinated enough, and everybody was going to die. I mean, it, and certainly people have. But I mean, I, I heard uh, in a news story, just on a regular newscast, not not some you know podcast somewhere, whatever, that even our cases in the last week have have dropped from eleven hundred to four hundred. Oh yeah, the run, you, you there's know, a roll off now, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that mean that we're out of it? Uh based on the first wave, maybe not, but but people are saying that they think we're getting to the point that it will become another flu. Now, I'm not naive enough to think this is gonna go away. Right. As a matter of fact, I heard Brett Hume talking about this and who who does not believe in mandates at all, mm-hmm. who is fully vaccinated. And he says, But look, I don't know the long term effects of this vaccine. None of us know that. We don't know the long term effects of COVID. He said these things shouldn't be mandated on people, and this is a guy that's fully vaccinated, and he said, I believe the mistake, and I agree with him, was in the beginning all the damage we did to the economy and all these different businesses and you know everything going on. He goes, in the beginning, we were foolish to think that we could eradicate it and that shutting everything down would eradicate it. He goes, that was a dumb idea from the very beginning. I don't care who did it. Whether that you know Trump bought into that, um, he got bad advice on that. You know the Biden's administration has bought into that, and that does not work. You got countries that are backing off on it, saying, "Hey, this doesn't work." We should have all along said, "We have people that are have had it; they've got antibodies. Let's vaccinate those that don't." Okay, and we didn't do that. We just said, "Oh, we got to vaccinate everybody," and people who had full antibodies were taking vaccines away from people who hadn't had it. And 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 needed it, or you know, and, but yeah. need, still needs to be their choice, right? Uh, but but we, the way we've handled this has been all wrong. And I'm not 
upset about that because we didn't really know. Like you said, right. Bubba, it's our first pandemic. Not the world's first pandemic, but right. our those of us living today, our first pandemic. But we've done a lot of things wrong. And finding people whose spouses are not vaccinated Man. without any any concern about antibodies, anything to know about the health of the person, is just lunacy. There's something going on in the sports world, and, and a minor sport to most of you that are listening, but Novak Djokovic. If you, we've talked about him in the tennis world, the number one player in the world, probably – Probably in the top 1% of the healthiest people on the planet, on yeah. planet Earth, yeah. okay? The Australian Open is coming up in a couple of months, and that's a major. He is sitting at 20 majors with Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, 2020-20. He has owned the Australian Open and was the front runner to win that. Well, he is being told right now, you cannot play in this tournament unless you're vaccinated, period. Don't care how many majors you've won. Don't care how healthy you are. Don't even care if you've had it and have antibodies. You don't get the vaccine. You don't play in this tournament. And so we're going to even start to see this in the sports world as we're seeing with this story. And I don't know what Novak's going to do, but here's the number one player in the world being told you cannot participate unless you're vaccinated. Well, look, look at is, is his name Isaac Norton. Is that yeah. it was? Uh, was that his uh, name? I don't remember the basketball. Yeah, player. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, but but anyway, John Isaac. Yeah, but but I mean the way he's been treated. Kylie Ir- Irving got it too. The deal with the Nets. He's in the same boat. But yeah. but the way that he presented his case was so yeah. common sense, so level headed, and so logical. And he's being treated as if he said, "I know, you know, I've got leprosy and I'm still going to play, and everybody who touches me is going to get leprosy." I mean that he's got antibodies. This is lunacy. I know. And and uh, and the reason why these things go on is what the what we were talking about just a moment ago, is because people get walled off into these worlds, and they have no critical thinking. But you know some of this stuff, guys. I just want to be straight up with all of you out there, and I love you. You know, it, you know, I, I love you as much as I can. You know, I can muster. Uh, and and but you got to understand some of this stuff. You are to have the walking around logic to figure some of this out and make logical wisdom decisions. Yeah, you know, you 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 got to turn your phone off. You got to get off Facebook. You got to get out of that world. Yeah. When people were having a meltdown the other day because Facebook was down for seven hours. <laughs> oh, That's buddy. funny. Guys, come on now. You know, the, uh, we talked about this in the kickoff hour. I think Speedy was out. It was Greg and myself. And they had somebody actually, there was a polling company that reached out to a bunch of people and said, what did you do? First of all, are you a Facebook user and do you use it this much? Yes, yes. What did you do with that time? The things that they listed were things that they need to be doing. Like one of them was uh, reaching out to friends I, had never re- I hadn't reached out to in a while. Why? So your Facebook is carrying you away from those intentional relationships that you should have been tending to anyway. Reading a book was one. I mean, it was just common sense stuff that you're like, you know, do, I did some laundry and cooked my family a meal. Yeah. Maybe work that in without Facebook being let, down. Let me tell you something. If we're ordering out tonight because mama can't get off Facebook exactly. or daddy can't get off Facebook, come exactly. on now. But, but here, but, but, and plus, here's the other thing. You have access to all sorts of information that's that most of it isn't even right. Right, it's not even real. Yeah, quit being so naive. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you know, what good is it for me to have access to a lot of things that aren't true? Yep. Now, if you want to use it to communicate, well, they with, believe it's true. That's yeah, the that's now, the problem. Now let me go back. If you want to use it, like it was hopefully at the beginning, because you want some relatives here to see pictures of the new baby that that live far off, 
I think that's great. Yeah. You want to use it to market things that you want to market, you want people to know about? I think that's great. Yeah. I do that. But but getting on it and obsessing over all the conversations that are going I, on and, and, and conversing and that that I think all that's very, very unhealthy. Yeah. Well, obviously it is. Well, and, and the reason, I mean, she's she's been the Facebook whistleblower has been pointing out we're play they are playing off angry emotions because it works. Yeah. They're doing this. And it's intentional at this point if you hadn't changed it. Yeah. But remember, people can be passionately wrong. Absolutely. Just because you're passionate <laughs> doesn't mean you're right. No, you can be passionately wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. I've seen it a, a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us as a brand new show is rolling. Glad you're here. All right, so uh, working through the stories. We did have uh, some emailers and, and callers that were making the point on the, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving and uh, the, these players that are being told by their teams they cannot play, even if they've already had COVID and have antibodies, unless they take the vaccine because, of course, we all know if they get on the court, everybody will get COVID and die. And uh, <laughs> and so we um, – we, um, People were making the point, look, no one could even deny Magic Johnson playing when he had AIDS. Yeah. So, But remember, it's all about the PR. So you weren't allowed to speak out against AIDS. Well, if, he, if, you if, know, he if, quit to begin with, then came back to play right. in the Olympics. Uh, so, yeah, there was, there was a lot of uh, but remember, PR if, with yeah, all that. But remember, there was you, you absolutely would get on that court and play with people who had AIDS – no matter what the science said about open wounds and cuts, yeah. and, and and you know we were still learning about it and all that. And I'm not saying that people should have been denied the opportunity to play. That's not what I'm saying, right? Because I don't think the chances of you catching in a basketball game were very high. But when it comes to COVID, anybody that's not vaccinated is not allowed to play. See, it's all where the see that's the problem. This is not about science. This is about is what are the politics and the public relations of said disease. Uh, and and it, that's really not science. That's not the way it should be. All right, so Bubba, let's move off that. Uh, we've we've said what we would need to say, and some of it gets repetitive. But there you go. Uh, just more examples of what we're talking about. But Bubba, do you remember the the just the movies and the just the fear of the Zodiac killer? Rick, I'm gonna Zodiac. Tell you, I, that is. I remember as a Patty kid. Whack. As a kid, that was one of the scariest. You know how in the neighborhood all the kids get together, and oh, they yeah. get to talking, scare oh, each yeah. other to death. Put a tater sack on your head, and, scare somebody. And you, you would run, Rick. I mean, I wish I could have been timed running home after oh, some of those dark, things. Oh, it's dark. You get to the yard, yeah. get to the, the, the porch that was lit. Yeah, or a good UFO movie or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, yeah. And Bigfoot. if anybody ever mentioned the Zodiac, oh my goodness! You talking about dispersing a crowd? Oh, Boy, they'd get out of there and hurt because we had a lot of woods in our neighborhood. Oh my goodness! Like Nick, Knack, Patty Whack, look out for Zodiac. So th- <laughs> this came back really at the forefront when the Netflix movie came out uh, that had a lot of stars in it: uh, Robert Downey Jr. and a lot of other folks. Mm. Uh, it was I, actually called Zodiac. Yeah, and I remember seeing Jack Gillingham, and it kind of it kind of scared you again. You like, hey, watch it. I never saw mm-hmm. it. And good. and they pointed to a guy named Arthur Lee Allen, 
who I could tell also you, known as Mr. Allen. Yeah, I could tell you why they came to that deduction, but it, it's long and disturbing. I won't go into it right now. But anyway, that movie pointed to him. But now we have a cold case team who uh, is made up of specialists who investigate cold cases. And they, uh, it, it's a very diverse group of, of former investigators, uh, code breakers, and all this. And they've tackled some of the biggest mysteries in the country. D.B. Cooper, Jimmy Hoffa, uh, just to m- name a few. And they say they have come up with who the Zodiac Killer was, and his name was Gary Francis Post. Now, why? What, what, based on what? Rick, they say that if you know his name... That was actually part of the key that you needed to decipher the messages. Straight up? That, yeah. That's what well, that's they're saying. Big. That's it, big. Yeah, they and did figure that out. They're also saying that, that, um, that, that through years of digging, uh, he passed away in 2018. The teams uh, discovered forensic evidence and photos from his personal darkroom. One image features scars on the forehead of posts that match scars on a sketch of the Zodiac given by one of the eyewitnesses who survived. Other clues include deciphering letters sent by the Zodiac that revealed him as the killer, uh, said a former Army uh, counterintelligence agent who worked on the cold cases. In one note, the letters of Post's full name were removed to reveal an alternate message. Mm. So this sounds pretty, Greg, pretty, I mean, aside from DNA, you're... You got some pretty good stuff. Are we saying we now know who the Zodiac is? Well, they're saying they do. I, I'm sure now that Gary the story, F. Post that the story's out, it will be scrutinized heavily Can I, by people connected to this. Now, does it ever show that he was ever suspected? Uh, and they got the, the mess in it and, and figured it out. I haven't got. I mean, that it had far, to because this is breaking why would news. They, you're talking about using his name to yeah. break news. The code and all. He had, they had to have a uh, Greg, something. It's breaking news. Yep. You don't know. I mean, you you're already you're already starting to shoot holes in it. No, no, I'm saying I'm just wondering though, because you know, like he's talking about with uh, Cooper, you got about three different people that people think he is. No, I got this. You. The, I don't remember how many there were. Guys, with the I got to say, if his two or three, and was this guy one of the original people they thought might be him? Right, it's it's a good question. I'm just messing with you. But here's the thing: if so his there. if his name opens up some of the codes, that's, that's pretty big. strong. That's real big. Now, I, you know, the scars on a, the drawing. To me, that drawing looks just like D.B. Cooper, but this one has glasses. No, you're right. right. It really looks draw, so different. Can, am I the only one? And I, I think it's on me. Draw, <laughs> drawings don't help me. They help me at all. Well, I can't, there's so I, many people that If I saw that, that person like in the it. drawing, I wouldn't know who it was. <laughs> what was that story we did that day? That they did a sketch, and it looked like a cartoon. They were making fun of it, and then they caught the real guy, and he actually looked like <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Here here is the picture. Uh, this, this was one of the eyewitnesses who survived his attack. Uh, gave to police artists, and this is a photograph of the guy, and they're making note that he had heavy lines in his forehead. Well, a lot of us do. Yeah. So I, that I, comes I, with I, age, except it? for Gene Hallman, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he was listening. That wasn't me, Gene. <laughs> Rick. Um, oh. <laughs> Greg, did you just now pick up on what he said? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good one. It is a good one. But it, it, now they call you know those scars on his forehead. Is that like scars to you? They're not scars. Like, it looks like wrinkles. Yeah, like, looks like just my aged forehead. wrinkles. It looks like it, those scars that wrestlers used to have because they always were cutting themselves. So they yeah. bleed during the match. Um, they said he was a former wrestler. No, mm-hmm. I made that. Up. 
if you watch the Netflix movie, you you feel absolutely sure that Arthur Lee Allen was a guy. Yeah, but movies. And if you, if, Good morning, Mr. Allen. If, if you watch this one, I guess if you if you follow their case, you're going to feel like yeah, you're it, right. Uh, like if you use his, name, Post, if you use his name to no, decipher no. the message, that's pretty pretty strong. If his name reveals these messages, that's big. I remember the Arthur Lee Allen uh, in the movie the way they portrayed it. Mr. Allen. <laughs> That, I love that there was a special print on the shoes of the Zodiac that, that they could not identify, and they found out it was boots that you could only buy yeah. at a PX. And his dad actually ran a PX at a military base. And, you know, the Zodiac killers, the murders happened, and then they stopped for a while, then they came back. And his dad had been transferred <laughs> overseas at the time. And uh, I'm sorry, that is so funny. <laughs> Do you remember the one we had of Hams and DB Cooper there yeah. side by side? <laughs> it is funny those drawings because you can't make them look like anything. Adler, I seriously, love you. those drawings look just like DB Cooper, so he has glasses. No, you're right. You're right. Looks like those drawings. Same one. To me, when I see a drawing, like if I spotted the person, the drawing wouldn't help it me. Ne- I, it I, never does. Never. It just looks like an average white guy in the 1960s wearing. Yeah. Big glasses. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here today. Wednesday Bible Study is back. Uh, watch it live on our YouTube channel at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, it happens most every Wednesday. We're walking through the book of 1 Corinthians right now. You also can catch it on the archives, uh, which most of you do. That will be available soon after uh, the live Bible study today. All right, so uh, a couple other stories, Bubba, that uh, have been presented to us today. Uh, a couple things that, you know, some of them you can just mention in passing because, you know, we spent so much time on it. Uh, and I'm just going to mention this in, in yeah. passing, uh, that um, there there has um, uh, there's, there's a, um, uh, a study that we now have out, uh, 2018, people looking at grants that were proposed. 2018, um, we have a grant that was sought to combine data from similar strains of a new virus. Wuhan scientists and U.S. researchers had planned in 2018 to create a new coronavirus. Really? Yeah, just so everybody, just as long as y'all know that. Uh, DARPA was asked to fund the research at the. the now, that's the defense research. Yep. Uh, you know, very, very top secret group. Yep. In the city where co- the COVID pandemic began. Hate to quote uh, John Stewart again, but it literally has it on the sign. So anyway, <laughs> Rick, uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not too sure that they were thinking about creating one in 2018. I think they may have gone ahead yes, and done it. Uh, and so the, we have a genetics expert uh, from the World Health Organization uh, who told the Telegraph that such work could explain why a close ancestor for the COVID-19 uh, has yet to be found in nature, because uh, it didn't happen. In nature, right? Uh, but there you go. Uh, look, just gonna just keep putting that over on the pile. Okay, <laughs> are people still saying it's anything other than that? I'd like to know that. And, and Rick, remember at one time, if you even suggested that, social media 
who have appointed themselves as the gatekeepers of free speech would take you down, shut you down. Mm-hmm. Because that was considered, their fact checker said it's not true, you're spreading rumors, and we're going to shut you down because we're in charge of this. We, we are a publisher. You had no recall to sue them for taking you down uh, against your will, and they were wrong. They were just wrong. They said that if you suggested that this got don't, out. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Either accidentally or on purpose. And I'm okay with still accidentally. It, it had to be a bat. A lady ate a bat sandwich or nothing. If you didn't say bat sandwich, <laughs> your your comments were, were removed. Yeah. And as the evidence continues to come in, to Bubba's point, and really Bubba's making a point you must really listen to here, they remember you ever been around these people, the only time they've been in charge of something is when they put themselves in charge of it? Mm. Right. These people declared themselves the keepers of truth, and they can't be trusted because they said this wasn't true, and no one's allowed to say it, and apparently it is true. Okay, so maybe we should have been allowed to discuss that uh, you know, out there freely, uh, but you were not allowed to discuss it. And then you know what it was called? A fact checker. Oh, Under- yeah, fact. Underline the fact. fact. Truth. We're looking for the truth. It's the truth detectors. Yeah, right. So, And I don't know how to break it to the fact checkers. In the beginning, everything was a theory. But they did not allow certain hypotheses or, or, or theories. And it looks like the theory of it got out of the Wuhan lab of, of, of viruses, that probably that was what happened. And here's more evidence again today. So the fact checkers are not really looking for facts. They're looking for preferences, and Rick, and you, you need to know that. You you uh-huh. made a good point too. I think you have to look at the way people act. We know the Chinese uh-huh. shut this down. They won't let a study be done on it. They've shut down all uh, anybody trying to look into it. And when their president G went down there, he went to the wet market to show everybody everything was okay. Come on, guys. He didn't go and poke around the garbage can up at the lab. No, he didn't. Because that area was still hot and dangerous. He was showing everybody, hey, it's okay. Yeah. You come back, the bats are gone. Yeah. You know, we got a fresh batch coming in next week, but they nothing right. in them. The Chinese government <laughs> is not going to put their emperor, and I don't care what label they put on him yeah, now, he's still, still yeah. an emperor. They're not going to put their emperor anywhere near where they think that uh, the virus could have been. They ain't going to do that. Come on, hmm. y'all. This is not difficult. Just think it through. I'm an idiot, and I know this. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, other things that are happening today, Bubba, uh-oh, new kind of killer whale has been discovered. Oh, yeah. I knew uh, you would kind. like this story. Oh, yeah. That orca, you better watch him. They watch have, him. They've observed 100,000 images, and they've identified 150 members of the new group. And listen to this. This is where the animal people are going to be in a dilemma. You know, the animal people pick and choose their winners and losers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, oh, we love this animal. And then a tiger who just ate it, we love him too. Don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, but we're not allowed to kill animals, but animals are allowed to kill animals. Yeah. Uh, and then we're told that we're just another animal except when we hunt. <laughs> then we have a higher call of response. Yeah. Uh, so they can't seem to figure it out. But anyway, um, they said the problem with this new one, the mysterious kind of killer whale, it hunts large mammals like, wait for it, gray whale calves. Mm-hmm. So we're going to love one animal, but it's going to start wiping out another one. I've always wondered. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I remember thinking, you know, you know, sharks are bad and they're dangerous, but the, the whales, you, you know, they really wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal. And then they had one called a killer whale. Yeah, that's had, big. And I thought, well, why do they call it a killer mm-hmm. whale? Mm-hmm. Well, we- I love during Shark Week <laughs> and other and stuff. You know, you think to your yeah. point, great white. That's the baddest thing. They yeah. run from these killer. Yeah, whales. you don't want any part of these. Especially yeah. this new breed, and they're smart. 
And we saw one that could brush his teeth. That yes, was we pretty did. impressive. <laughs> right. Rick, Rick Dunnett claiming there that they hunt in deep water and that normally yeah. orcas don't do that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that you know, yeah. usually the orca hangs around seals up in the shallow water. Yeah, and and what about the, the poor seals? Going into deep water to go get the baby calves. You know, the poor the, seals, the a, they, they, they do not have good marketing. Nobody cares about the seals. You know, they get no. eaten up by these things That's all the time. That's why they're them so and penguins. Yeah. They're penguins. so plentiful. Yep. Penguins yeah. are like an appetizer to these things. Oh, yeah. Get ready, people. Who, who, If you have Save the Whales, if you have this bumper sticker, these new killer whales are believed to be big whale hunters. Mm. Not they're, big whale hunters. They're looking to dine on a whale. How about these boats where the seals will just jump up on there to get away yeah, from that, them? That's, well, and, um, you know. <laughs> I like a good yeah, seal. Yeah. I do, too. Do you, and they can play their musical for crying out loud. And I know we've talked about this before when talking about the orcas looking, or he's looking for that seal or killer whales. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that footage of when that one thought it was safe on the iceberg? Little oh, piece yeah. of ice. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And they starts, organized and they started throwing the wave to knock it off and those yeah. just caught it on the other side. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, they worked together. Oh, Tag remember, team. remember that movie and they bit Bo Derek's leg off? <laughs> I do orca. not. You know, I, I look, I I shark got orca, you remember the movie Orca? I don't remember it. What? I don't. Will Samson was in it. The big Indian. I don't remember it. <laughs> Richard Harris, I think. I don't remember it. And, and Bo Derek had a real small part, but the orc actually bit her leg off. Really? I think. I don't remember that. I think. Now nah, I'm not sure. Wait a minute. But now, they got to I'm say start- Bo Derek was in the movie and it was sold called, some tickets. Yeah, it was called Orca. Wait a minute. I'm starting to remember this because you said Richard Harris. Yeah. Is he standing out there going after it it's almost start- just like Jaws? I think it's one of them where they, they killed the, the whale's baby or something, and then the whale come and got him. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hunted him down. There it is. Orca, yeah. killer whale. Okay. Head night. Mm. Mm. Look, but, uh, Will Sampson, Bo Derrick. I'm going to Richard, say, there it is. I'm going to start a campaign to have fun with the left, you know, the weird animal people. Because there's 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 level-headed animal people, then there's weird animal yeah. people. Mm-hmm. To the weird animal people, I'm going to say, I'm glad we released the killer whales from SeaWorld. And this new species has come from those that are released, and they're now eating whales. Right. Oh, that's it. Okay, you ruined one of the greatest shows out there. <laughs> you ruined one of the greatest shows out there. That's a big. That's a big old fish. How about that's we saw one. one of the last ones too, right before Blackfish? Yep. Well, if, if you remember though, the one we saw got some bad PR not long after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. that's that's that one we saw. Was it? Yeah, it was right there in that breakfast with with Shamu or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, dinner, dinner with Shamu. With Shamu. <laughs> I don't even like putting those two words together. When well, he, Greg, when he would come up there and beat himself and open his mouth so they could brush his teeth oh, with I'll that 10-foot-long toothbrush. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. You do realize the irony of a whale grabbing a trainer while she is presenting dinner with I Shamu? I got you. Mm-hmm. That's a dinner with Shamu those kids won't ever forget. No. Yeah. You're just at the mercy of the mood uh, of whatever you're feeding. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, that would be a tough job right there. So today I'm getting in the water. hope he's in a good mood. Mm. There's signs we need to watch out for, That's but it big, might be too late. It's a big fish. Big, it's a big one. Look at that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take her down. Yeah, black to the fish. bottom. Let me see that documentary, Blackfish. Yeah. I bet it worked, too. Yeah, it did. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Well, I was rolling down the road and some cold blue steel. I had a blues man on the back.
To the phone calls we go at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Benjamin, standing by in the great state of Georgia. Hey, Benjamin, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing fine, gentlemen. How about yourself? Fired up and ready. Fired up and ready. Good deal. My wife told me I needed to give you guys a call to suggest something for your, um, uh, your Rick and Bubba University podcast. And after 20 years of blissful marriage, I've learned the value of, of uh, just saying yes, ma'am. Yeah, because uh, there's probably how many shows have gone by that you have seen her later in the day? And she goes, now, did you call Rick and Bubba today? <laughs> well, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I tried to get it in pretty quick. Sure. Um, John, Dris- John Driscoll Hopkins, who was with the Zach Brown Band, um, actually wrote a song called I'll Take You Home. And the backstory of that is a young girl who was diagnosed at 11 with osteosarcoma, um, which caused her to have multiple lung surgeries and a major amputation uh, of her knee that involved, and I'm not sure the medical term, but they turned her foot around backwards to create a new knee joint for her. And unfortunately, in 2018, the day before her 15th birthday, she passed away. But she was heavily involved, wanted to be a runner, and obviously the surgery... um, it took that opportunity away from her, and uh, she started swimming and was very active in and uh, swim across America. And then uh, there's a documentary on Discovery Channel called Wave Makers um, that is also about that. But her mother, Vicky, V-I-C-K-I, Bunky, is uh, actually continuing in her footsteps and swimming to raise money for uh, cancer research and treatments and, and various other things. And Tremendous, tremendous story of faith, of of God's working, and even though there is a an overwhelming sense of of um, heaviness about her passing, there's still a great deal of victory because of what God has done in that family. And if you have the chance to talk to her or do any of the uh, investigative work, it is really, really an inspiring story. I sent one article to uh, to Bubba's email and. Just wanted to pass that information along in obedience to my loving wife. So what uh, what's the name of the song? I'll take you home. I'll take you home. That's right. You told us that. And what's the artist? That's the big uh, guy, John Driscoll Hopkins. Yeah, the big, the big guy. guy the big, the big guy sings bass and all that. No, the bass player. Yeah, here, yeah. Is that who you're talking about? It's yeah. been with him from the beginning. Yeah, the big yeah. Giant yeah, yeah. By the way, funny guy. Yeah, very funny. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, and what's the last name of the family? Bunky. It's B U N. K-E. Okay. Really great story, and I hope you guys can uh, thank get you, some Benjamin. value and benefit out of it. Thank you, man. I appreciate the call uh, very much. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG to John in Cahaba Heights, listening on ZZK. John, John go ahead. Uh, I'm upset with Greg maligning Bo Derek. I'd date Bo Derek even if she just had one leg. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, uh, uh, Rick, it was in the movie. She really didn't lose uh, her leg. Yeah, it's just acting. Sometimes she had a cast on it too. That made it that much more weird. Right? It came up through like. Are a you making this up? No. Okay. The uh, all right to uh, to Brett in Georgia. Brett, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just wanted a little clarity because I've seen several documentaries in the past on orcas hunting uh, whale calves. I mean, they'll they'll keep them down and drown them, and then if I'm not mistaken, they'll just eat the liver. And that's all they take. Oh, yeah, well, what no, Greg, Greg pointed at, what they're seeing with these 150 or so, is usually even when they go after whale calves, they don't do it in deep water. Usually the whales can find safety by going really, really deep. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, and, pack, the pack hunt is awesome. 
I didn't hear what you said. Mm. The pack hunt is awesome. Yeah, but that what they're noticing is this new species of killer whale is going in much deeper water and getting these um, these bigger whales that they normally don't go after. So no. anyway, uh, oh, but you're right. Yeah, I've seen that, that too. Story, so. uh, Chris in Tennessee. Chris, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys. Uh, so a couple of things. Um, number one, I was just uh, last week arguing with uh, someone who was claiming uh, that there's no way that the virus came from his lab. Um, <laughs> yeah, all of that is still, still extremely speculatory and yada, yada, yada. Um, but then the next comment was, uh, talking about the, the Facebook and all that type of stuff, limiting everything. Pinterest is now doing that. If you go and just, um, type in a search of Pinterest, like, uh, home remedies or essential oils for the flu, they, it, it clearly says on there, cause I had somebody post it and I went and did it myself, um, it has a, tie, a, a disclaimer on there. We're limiting this because of uh, it, it goes against our community guidelines. Blah, blah, blah. And so the only thing that shows up, you scroll all the way down, is vaccine, 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 vaccine. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty straightforward. Now, the thing on the Wuhan lab, again, don't forget about social dilemma and don't forget about what the whistleblower is saying about mm-hmm. Facebook. If the person you're talking to is never allowed to see, like this story I'm holding mm-hmm. in my hand, uh, where there there are people saying we absolutely know yeah. that in 2018 that they were working on this research and we know that they were getting asking for the grant. <laughs> That's not up for debate. Even the Fouch himself is a problematic. Even yeah. people who were with the Fouch are saying, well, you know, this is a plausible explanation now, and mm-hmm. you know, and all this kind of stuff. So, but if that person has been pushed into a bubble to where they never see these opposing right. uh, articles and and, uh, and evidence of the Wuhan We're not lab. saying you have to believe everything you see no, or everything no, no, no. you read, no. but you need to at least be able to hear it, see it know all. there's a divergence of, of opinion on something so you can form <laughs> your own educated opinion from a range of things, not just what you're spoon-fed. Right, and it's also not good for you to be in a bubble that all you ever see is the vaccine's going to kill you, so you shouldn't take it. Right, you don't need to be in that bubble either. No, mm-hmm. you no, know no, no. Where, where suddenly you think it's mod not to get it. That not to get it needs to be a health issue, and you uh, exercising your liberty to say, for me, the risk benefit is is not there, and I don't think I need it. I have natural antibodies. Uh, you know, in your, tested, documented, yeah, all this, mm-hmm. or I, I think that I'm healthy enough that. If I get it uh, with uh, with some of the treatments, I'll be fine. Yeah, and uh, but that's your call. But don't put yourself in a bubble, even if it's a bubble of things that you, you know, want to believe. You know, sometimes we'll we'll claim somebody's in a bubble over here mm-hmm. where their point of while view, you're sitting in a bubble. Well, be sure you're not in a bubble. Yeah, you know, be be sure you're <laughs> you're, you're weighing out all sides of this, and you get access to all information, good, bad, and ugly. Right, and then you make your decision. Yeah. Well, this is what we know, Rick. That is fact. It has been testified in the United States Congress under oath. The National Institution of Health Institute of Health, run by Dr. Fauci, gave hundreds of millions of dollars to a lab in Wuhan to do gain of function research. Even though he claimed he didn't know they were doing it, that's what they did. Okay, we know that for a fact. Now, we either have to go with it escaped that lab accidentally, it's happened, mm-hmm. or some woman ate a bat sandwich from a bat in a cave 600 miles away from Wuhan. Yes. And brought it to the wet market. Now, remember, if you go with bat sandwich, 
then it should be behaving the way it's behaving. Right. Exactly. If you go with gain of function, that would explain why it's behaving the way it behaves. And they moved this research out of the United States because it was too dangerous. Too dangerous to escape a lab because it could cause a worldwide pandemic. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is the number. CandidCO.com slash Bubba. I mean, uh, be honest. You may have a smile that you're not that confident about. Got some teeth need to be moved around. You got a linebacker back there behind the line. And maybe you need to bring him up there and get him, get him back on the line of scrimmage. Let's fill get him gap. up there and blitz him. Yeah, <laughs> let's fill that gap. All right. <laughs> get him in the A gap. That's you? right. Your teeth should not fit. It should feature all interior linemen, no linebacker, <laughs> and definitely not any DB. You know it. Uh, <laughs> nope. So anyway, um, a good Safety's way. Wide. Uh, a good way to do that <laughs> is going to candidseal.com slash bubba. These are invisible, comfortable, uh, removable uh, uh, aligners, and there's orthodontists that work with you. Now it's key that it's orthodontists. There's some competitors out there from candidseal.com slash bubba, but they don't use orthodontists. They're using general dentists. I love my general dentist. But, but he or she's not an orthodontist. So an orthodontist, their specialty is what? Tooth movement. They know how to get that linebacker back up on the line scrimmage. Uh, so uh, they're going to help you, uh, and they'll design these aligners uh, for you. And you can do all this uh, right from your house. Okay. So why don't you find out more by going to candidco.com slash Bubba. Use that URL. We'll get you a free teeth whitening. That's for free. You don't have to pay for that. Uh, and we'll get you $75 off your starter kit. So go right now to candidco.com slash Bubba. The treatment takes about six months, but you'll see you know results way before then. And remember, you're with an orthodontist the entire way. Uh, candidco.com slash Bubba, or you can be sure and use the promo code Bubba, or go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find it under the sponsors button. Uh, all right, so um, some other items that, uh, that need to be discussed on the program. I, I, I didn't expect this, but um, we have – I don't do a lot of soccer stories. Uh-uh, okay, really? but No. But this is interesting because we have now, from what Adler told me, because Adler knows about soccer, um, and it's all right. He's getting where he doesn't care about it as much. I can tell. Now he's become somebody's dad. Uh, he's not near as into soccer as he once was. No. But, uh, but you know, but he's got a daughter, so she plays soccer. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he said this is kind of like minor league soccer. Uh, is, that a, is that a good way to put it? Uh, and so this is a Brazilian soccer match, and this player, uh, I cannot pronounce his name, William – Ribeiro? Uh, anyway, he has now been arrested. Listen to this. Arrested and charged with attempted murder because he deliberately kicked a referee in the neck during the game. Wow. Now, now, what? now yeah, take a look That's at this. Nice. So you can see him get beat on a play. He's, in, he's the guy in the black socks. I'll try to put my mouse on him. Hey. You're gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see him get beat on a play. He's gonna go out of the shot, but then the ref is gonna tumble into the shot with him, and uh, then that's when he kicks the ref in the back of the head. Right. Okay. You gotta do audio. Uh, I, it's in another language, so I don't know if they're cussing. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's good point. Let's go. Leonel, on ball, so we put Yampito. Okay. So that guy right there, black socks guy. Okay. Black Sox guy. Okay. So he thinks the referee knocked him down, doesn't he? Okay. All right. Oh, oh, 
Oh my goodness, he kicked the referee like really, really bad. I thought, Good you, I thought when you said Who am he I looking kicked at? him, I thought you meant kick the ball and hit him. No, no kicked he kicked him. him in the neck. Boom! Oh, 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 oh gosh. Oh, that's bad. Oh, he, guys, did, he did a like Oh, my God. I've heard of being upset with the call, but this is yeah. over the line. So there's the referee. He has no idea right now. i got to pull right. American football back into it. It's like he's the field goal Ooh, kicker. Oh, y'all, he kicked him right in the back of the neck. That's And if you're a soccer player, I mean, you, you know how to kick. Look, and now here, now the, why do we have riot police out there? Here know. they come. Oh, well, now we, look, now, they got shields. Because it's soccer. It's soccer. Y'all, okay. now we're fighting. Yeah, you got you to gotta have a small military garrison at all these soccer <laughs> matches because the fans fight so much. No, yeah, look, are real he's hurt this guy so bad that he gets arrested and is being charged with wow. attempted murder. That was rough. No, you know, when I, look right here, guys. Oh, no, we're really going to see it here. Oh, my, oh, God. my God. Oh, wow. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Yeah, I'm not too sure that's uh, that's a valid call right there on that. You know, wow. Charles. I don't step out here, but I bet they suspend him. Attempted. <laughs> <laughs> He's allowed to be out for a half. So we have to have riot police at soccer matches. Did somebody yeah. give him a yellow card over there? Yeah, I mean, the ref was unconscious on the field uh, and then taken to hospital. He, the ref was discharged from the hospital. Okay, the we're good. Oh, we're on the field with uh, the ambulance now. But attempted murder. Attempted murder. Well, meaning this could have killed him. Yeah. 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 You know, at first I thought they were being ridiculous, but. That yeah, that's bad. that's pretty bad. That's bad. When you bad. come out of your your blackout, that you're if you're the oh, player and you do that, I mean, you can't even say can't my bad or anything. It. No, I mean, what not do you do? That point. You, you call to, the ref and say I'm sorry. Did you ever do that in travel ball? <laughs> no, oh. yeah. in my mind. Right. In your mind yeah. I, I, we've all thought about doing that to a referee in our mind, but we wouldn't act on it. No, of course not. The I'm sorry to interrupt. Y'all remember, and speaking of attempted murder, y'all remember that clip we played yesterday where the random subway attacker yeah, like, oh yeah, shoved yeah. a lady into a train? Well, they did catch her, and she's been charged with attempted murder as well. It's a 29-year-old woman for Bronx. Yeah, well, you know, she, wow. needs, she needs to be charged. That's yeah. ridiculous. So, both of, both of these are just absolutely ridiculous. So Brazilian soccer player attempted murder. Woman who pushed woman into the train attempted murder. Yeah, mm. that's correct. And the person who hit the train got a broken nose and, and chin was... Shattered. Rick, what? if what? she had been a half a second earlier, Ooh. she goes in front of that train. All right, for someone that Any motive it. yet? Motive? Thank you. That's what I was about to ask. This is random from what they just from what they what the? tell. you got to be I, a very disturbed wow. individual. Been scary in New York. Been outside lately. I know. Mm-hmm. It's very disturbing. They said have seen the state Hey, New York's really turned into a great place under communism, hasn't it? Right. Yeah. Really flourished. You remember back when it kind of became family again and Times Square was all oh, beautiful yeah. and everybody yeah. liked going oh, yeah. there? Giuliani yeah. cleaned it up. Right. Yeah. Well, communism has brought it back to work. Mm-hmm. Probably worse than it was in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I mean, you've always wanted to watch your back when you're doing something. You really do now. Yeah. You really have to watch your back. Oh, Bubba and I, we were talking about yesterday. If you're, going, if you're waiting on the train, just stay all the way back. Yeah, I go back Don't, don't go up there near that. that don't go near the track. And we've <laughs> already had enough of these pushings from uh, disturbed people that uh, I would have already been that way if I even got on it. But I mean, you're you're right up there on the edge. You're just you're just begging to be pushed. In front Look, of that when train. people are walking around and they got old red on them, yeah, oh, and yeah. you know they're under demonic forces, they'll push mm-hmm. you in front of the train. There's, a, there's yeah, a, I mean, there's a, a major uh, station of that there in New York. Oh, huh? uh, then also in sports, and uh, we'll mm-hmm. leave attempted to murder. Yeah. Look right here. You didn't see the yesterday, did you, Speedy? Walsh? No, I did not. All right, All right, so they're at the, the backpack. See the backpack. Right? What in the world? Just completely out of the blue, and then walks off. What does the person think? Mm-hmm. And, and thank goodness happen. the train was by, and she just caught the front corner of it. She had been a second sooner. She is on that track, and nothing left of her. All right, mm-hmm. so that person was sitting on a bench beside behind him, mm-hmm. and got up and just did that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Wow! Just decided to. How about that? 
I so see you never know, and and I've told my boys that you never know where somebody's head is on on mm. you know picking fights and yeah. and talking trash and all. You never know where somebody's no, coming man. from. Mm-mm. Saw a video the other day, uh, road rage incident where it looked like people were just angry with each other, and you thought, well, let's it'll stop. Starts the person starts shooting out of the car See. and shooting this uh, the the SUV because not cut in front of because them. they just they were in a little dispute on who got a lane and you just never know have you, you ha- never know have you seen the, now the battle between the mayor of Chicago <laughs> and the DA have you seen yes. Lightfoot oh, yeah gosh. because the she would not prosecute people involved in a gang shootout you know why she didn't prosecute them she said well basically they all had agreed to shoot back and forth. <laughs> Oh, so so we're not we're not we're not going to do anything to these people. Yeah, that even the crazy so, mayor as long as is both upset sides about are in it. On it. They're yeah. okay with. Yeah, it. even the mayor saying that this is even over a line for me. <laughs> yeah. well, what do you mean? Well, they all just kind of agreed that you know yeah, they I were going to shoot at each other because it was turf war. So I don't know who I'm on who I'm going to prosecute. Mm. Well, maybe all of them. Yeah, how about yeah. all of them shooting? Because how people. many how many people are going to get hurt in the accidental fire of this? You can't have people going out having a shootout on the city street. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Well, they both sides agreed to it. By the way, have you seen the number? We'll take it out in the country. Yeah. Have you seen the number of, I think it's people in their early 20s um, down to like 13, the number of COVID deaths versus the number of shooting deaths? It's like the shooting is ahead mm-hmm. by like 200. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, it's unbelievable. Wow. So, um, all right. Uh, we do we have? I think we can get this in. All right. So we had the wild card one game playoff last yeah, night. Yeah. Yankees against Red Sox. Right. Uh, well, there was a alleged home run that was hit uh, toward the Green Monster mm-hmm. that John Sterling, the announcer for the Yankees, and it sounds like even the people doing the TV mm-hmm. that everybody thought it was a home run. Right. But it, but it wasn't. Yeah. Homer. Yeah. yeah. And, Hit the top of the the big green monster. So here. here he is calling it, and he thinks he thinks this is <laughs> it's big. It's kind of funny. <laughs> he thinks this is big for <laughs> yeah. The pitch to Stanton. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Out of the ballpark. A Stantonian home run. Now what did what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? Well, they were throwing the ball. He's at second. first base. <laughs> yeah, John. You, He's screaming home run, and the, meanwhile they've hit. The, yeah. they're throwing it to second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason what you got wrong is it hit the top of the wall. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard to tell even in the video. Well, obviously. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. he quit and looking, we, and we knew the, what it was. I tell you, would have been a tip as the left fielder throwing the ball in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Gray got excited because he thought it went yickety. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, <laughs> yickety yak. And, and so he was he was he was left with a single. But isn't the worst part about it that would have been a run? And then the next batter gets out. The Yankees get nothing out of it. Well, if it would have been a home, yes, the solo home run, and yeah. then the next, the next batter did get out. So even if he had gotten two second instead of just getting to first or or whatever, he would have been stuck on base. But mm-hmm. the, the funny part is just the, you know, he pimped it a little bit too. Stanton did. I mean, yeah. so he thought it was gone. Yeah, well, I bet he did. Instead of getting it, getting it to like second. It was gone. But, you know, if you play it right off that green monster and, and you get it in quick, you can hold somebody to a single, especially if they're not getting it out of the box. And they did. They got him. But it's funny because, it, like, to your point, even on the main uh, broadcast, they got it wrong. Everybody did. Wow. Have you seen this breakdown? Uh, oh, wow. Look at that. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Phone troll. First phone troll of the day. Uh, we've had some phone segments, not a phone troll. A phone troll's a little different. 
Uh, it is not for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Those are not allowed. Uh, this is 30 seconds a pop. You get on, you say, I got a question, I got a comment, uh, I got some information, uh, and uh, we're staying away from anything other than just content coming to the show. Uh, at the end of 30 seconds, uh, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. Next person gets their chance. So it's a great opportunity for those of you that have said, I've tried to call before, I can't get in, or I called and I got left on hold. I never did go with the phones. Uh, we have 10 lines, so it's easy to get in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. You can get in right now. If you start uh, calling, you will get in. You'll get lined up, and then when you get to, uh, in the line, the line also will move uh, quickly because we have the 30-second limit. Now, Speedy or Bubba can give a timeout to a caller if they think it is worthy of expanding a little more, but they only have two of those, so they can't do that um, a lot. As a matter of fact, they can only do it once a piece. So 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, We'd love to hear from you to wrap up this hour of the show. So start with uh, Bobby. Uh, in Ozark, Alabama. Bobby, welcome to Rick and Bubba. You're on, 30 seconds. Bobby. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I got a question, quick question for Bubba. Yeah. Uh, whenever you had the topaz for your plantar fasciitis, uh, how long were you down for? Uh, I think I had it on both feet. One foot was like 10 or 12 days. The other was maybe 14 or 15, and I was back up walking around uh, – and really could hit tennis balls. I couldn't run full speed. It took about a month for that. But pain was over in about two weeks. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, it's, it's a great procedure. There, there's very few things I say are magic bullets, and for me, those were. 866-WE-BE-BIG uh, is the number. Uh, we also Don't we have that under uh, goodies if you go there? Don't you? Yeah, I think so. You, I can always, so. you can always ask about topaz surgery. Yeah. Why don't you let him borrow them shoes you have, them springs on? Yeah, I got them. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I still got Guys, I forgot that Bubba did that. <laughs> I knew I you'd remember that. They're, they're very comfortable. I completely, and they look good. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Bubba walked you know, I wore them to New York one time and walked around. Oh, with them. Did you have, didn't you get no. some spring shoes one time when you were yeah, a kid? Yeah, when I was a kid, you bounced in them. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. What kind of person does that? Christmas one year. And didn't you just tie them across your shoes? Yeah, you tied them on your shoes and they had springs on them. You bounced around. All right. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Chris in Pensacola. Chris, 30 seconds. Go. Biggins, how's it going? Good. Uh, I don't know if you guys have touched base on it. Uh, Is Governor DeSantis down here in Florida going to fight the uh, vaccine mandate? My wife's got three of her coworkers, two. One's a doctor and one is a nurse practitioner that are going to lose their job in November because they won't take the vaccine. Yeah, I think he is fighting yeah. it. I think he's been one of the uh, leaders uh, fighting that. And by the way, I don't know if you saw his wife has been diagnosed with yeah, breast cancer. I did see so. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's he's been he's been fighting that quite a bit. Uh, Brian in Gunnersville. Brian, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Doing wonderful. How are y'all? Fantastic. Great. All right. Good. Yesterday, y'all talking about Halloween and the darkness and the evilness and how it messes stuff up toward the end of y'all show. Yeah, and I couldn't help but laugh because uh, when y'all went off the air, one hundred three point three River hmm. was playing Heart, Magic Man, and uh, is it Devo with it good, Mm-mm. and they were playing both songs at the same time. And here I am trying to sing along with both. <laughs> yeah, one hundred point three. So they so they had a mix of that. 
going at the same time. Yeah, that that is funny. Whip it good. Well, you never know. You bring this stuff up, and then you know, here comes the attack. Eight six six. We be big is the number. There's room for you right now. Speaking of this ongoing thing about mandates and all that, I'm, I've tried to look at the story and, and think, mm-hmm. well, it can't be true. Mm-hmm. Colorado woman, stage five renal failure, is scrambling to find a new hospital to perform mm-hmm. a kidney transplant. Now, I don't want you to forget. She has a donor that is a match. All they need to do is the transplant, okay? Yep. She is denied the transplant because she and the donor are unvaccinated. No, that's, not, that's not true. That's and crazy. one of them saying, I'm here ready to be the direct donor that she needs to save her life, and they will not do the transplant surgery because both of them are unvaccinated. She's having to find another place. Will somebody take us and let me have the oh life saving? Goodness. goodness! Tell me how these two people are a risk to anyone. Rick, that kind of hurts your argument of vaccine save lives. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that that really kind of hurts your argument. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. And now I'm starting to realize that some of y'all that start talking about this turning into the mark of the beast, maybe you're on to something. People hear you. Well, I'm saying if you're being denied services uh, unless you unless you take the jab, I mean that leads to a creepy feeling. Yeah, it does. Uh, and I'm not and, saying and, it is. And look is. who they're punishing right out of the gate. The very people that were heroes that got us through this to begin with. Yeah, and I'm not, I, I've never seen such a turnaround from mm-hmm. hero to zero. Let me tell you something. You walk around New York City, you'll feel like it because if you don't have your vaccine card, you can't have anything. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that it is the one they're talking about, but is it setting the environment for that to be an easy implementation? You better believe it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stacy in Missouri, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, y'all were talking about the different ketchups and barbecue sauces that y'all use on everything, and it was a big discussion, and I couldn't get through but I wanted to tell you, dude, Chick-fil-A sauce is the best thing you'll ever taste <laughs> in your life. You can buy it in bottles at most grocery stores now, but they also sell it at the window at Chick-fil-A. Hey, seriously. Have y'all ever had Chick Fil A sauce? Yeah, I, I have yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not a big just, sauce guy. Yeah, it's, it's, no, just it's a, no big head Chuck barbecue sauce. Right, 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 right. Are we talking about the barbecue sauce? Or no, 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 no. The barbecue sauce. sauce is barbecue sauce. The Chick Fil A sauce is its own thing. That, that that's kind same of yellow thing as the yeah. yeah. sauce. Probably there you go. Yeah, yes, same. it is. Well, that's good. They're all good. Can I tell you? I'm not. I a fan. love dipping things. No fan. Don't mm. like the Zaxby sauce and probably wouldn't like it. Oh, I do. Not, I didn't, I didn't think I'd like like any of that, but I do. Not a fan. I can't yeah. believe it. As picky as we were, Greg. One, growing one, up. To me, when you come to dipping, if you leave barbecue sauce or ranch or, yeah. blue, or blue cheese, those are my three. Okay. Anything outside of that, I don't like. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually not a fan of somebody's special sauce. Oh, I, like I, I don't know why. I just oh, they're all the same, but they're good. How about I know people that will mix all the sauces? What about yum Because they, they, they get the extra sauce that's left over and put mm. it in the fridge. And then when they'll well, bring out, they'll bring out Zaxby's, Chick Fil A, comebacks, uh, and all that. Comeback about baby. this? That's another thing. Don't like comebacks. Though. I don't. I don't it, like it's it. kind of all the same. I don't like it. Zach in Alabama. Hey Rick, maybe you just don't like that combination because <laughs> they're all the same. Uh, Zach, go ahead. Hello. Hey, buddy. Uh, this is more just a statement, but I just wanted to say, you know, people, you know, sometimes try to say that. Uh, the Second Amendment only applies to muskets, but if that's the case, then freedom of the press only applies to paper. <laughs> that's funny. That's really good. Yeah, the, good the concept, the ideal, has nothing to do with the technology that supported it. Mm-hmm. It's an idea. Richard in Birmingham. Richard, go ahead. Hey, this is Richard. How y'all doing? That's, that's why good. I called you Richard. Hey, yeah, Richard. Yeah, go ahead. How you doing, Richard? All right. Um... I never hear you talk about 
JoJo no more. Uh, what's going on with her? And I'm a two-time driver. Tojo? Tojo Yamamoto? I, I, I think he retired. I it's, it's, it's just something about going into space. Well, you cut me off, Rick. Tojo. <laughs> 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 sorry, brother. <laughs> Didn't get it. Oh, no. It was, uh... Sorry, that was kind of a mess, buddy. I'm sorry. I normally carry it. I normally. Top of the hour. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.